Hello, I am your gregarious Game Master Tom, and welcome back to the Inglorious Bards. In our last episode, the feisty dwarf Olgrim had been taken away by cultists to a dungeon just below the city streets and tortured. His friends fought their way through the cultists and a terrible demon to rescue him in a violent battle. With their dwarf returned to the party, minus one foot, the heroes now have multiple paths they can take. Will they focus on several outstanding jobs waiting on Elmon and Olgrim? Do they find out what's actually going on with these cultists? And can they track down the mysterious item known as the Grey Ascent? The adventure begins. Images of being dragged out into the street at night fill your mind. Blows to the head send you crashing into the darkness. Then you're sitting in a chair, bound by the hands and feet beneath the city of Tullus. The thin-haired cultist Kravar questions you in his raspy voice. Another scarred cultist carves into your foot, taunting you to give up information about your friends. The pain of the torture you can handle, it's the humiliation you feel at the joy they have in cutting your body. But that all fades away as a dark voice rises from beyond the door. The whispery voice fills you with far more dread than the torture or the fear of death. This thing calls out. It bangs on the door over and over. You cry out in fear as the door bursts open and a gigantic demon head calls out, Chaos! Olgrim, you snap out of the dream and sit up in a sweat-covered bed. You wipe your face with your hands and carefully step out of the bed onto your painful wounded foot. At the window, you see heavy rain mixed with sunlight. They've left you sleep in. In a ball beneath the window, Puck snores with his spear in hand, having kept guard all night. You place a bank blanket over the goblin and head downstairs to the common room of the Middle Hawks Inn. You feel different, Olgrim. You have your strength back. You can get past the pain in your foot but at the same time, you feel brittle. The experience you went through last night has left you feeling exposed. At the bottom of the steps, you see the inn has been closed to the public. It's quiet, save for the rain pouring outside. In the common room, you see a large man standing with his arms crossed near the back door who nods, and another man sitting bored on a stool near the front door. At one of the tables, the owner of Middlehawks, a dwarf named Nor, stops entering numbers in his ledger and looks at you with a sad little smile. Morning, Olgrim. Good to see you on your feet, so to speak. I'd take some time to heal, but I'm not dead yet. I can get you some lunch. Here, sit. Sit down. He gets a chair out for you. Oh, my bones ache more than I'd like. He gets you some food and also gets, gets you a drink of ale. He says, this is one of my finest. I feel it's due to you. You know, it was thanks to you that I even knew they were there. No. No, I froze. I, I panicked and froze. And then they took you. I've had people fight. I've had people die here, but I, I could have done something. I don't terrible. look at it that way. But between us dwarves, you did me at a service. You looked after my friends, and now you're looking after us still. He hands you the food and drink and sits down and, well, I've got the place closed down for the day. 
Figured we want to make sure no more trouble comes knocking. I've got these guys hired out for the rest of the week to keep an eye on the place, and maybe we'll open up. Maybe we'll open up tomorrow. That sounds good. Uh, Olgrim will move over to uh, the fireplace and uh, rest there with his foot up. <laughs> I've just uh, marked in my ledger. I'll give you, you and your crew another week of room and board. I think it's the least I can do. It's appreciated. But tell me, where are the others? I haven't seen Elmon and I haven't seen Avius. think they're resting. You came in early in the morning. Mm. Uh, quickly, they told me their tale, and we've been locked down ever since. I've let a few of the other guests out, but no one's coming in. Oh, actually, he walks away with a little uh, skip to his step, goes into his back room where you hear a jingle, a metallic jingle, and he comes out with a chainmail shirt and says, uh, I hear you lost, lost your weapons and your armor. I thought this might help you here. Something I used to wear back in my day, and I, I know it can be hard to find armor that fits some of us, so I thought you could take this as a loner till you get something a little more proper. Well, that's a fine piece of chainmail there. It's crap, but you still say it anyways. <laughs> There's like the finest rust holes. I've ever seen. There's blood marks all over for the three guys that died before in it. I appreciate this, Noor. It served me well. Hopefully it'll serve you. And he hands over the chainmail. The chainmail is going to be medium armor uh, with no shield or anything. It should bring your AC to a 15. So noted. You have recovered Olgrim half of your maximum uh, hit points round down we always round down you've also recovered half of your hit dice if you spent any of those and you've recovered one level of exhaustion so you're not quite there but you're feeling better okay Avius you wake up you've recovered all, all your spells from the long rest and the same thing you've recovered uh, half your max hit points and half your hit dice you uh, head downstairs. You, As you come downstairs, you see Olgrim is relaxing by the fire. It's good to see him awake and uh, eating a bit. The back door opens, Avius, and you see there's a guard standing there, and he kind of looks alarmed, and the door opens quickly. And standing in the doorway in the rain is Elmon. You're sitting there with your cloak over your hood. You just got done doing several more hours of patrol duty outside the inn. I would have also liked to have purchased a shield and a longsword early in the morning as well, if possible. Still too early for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll say still a little too early, but you can definitely plan on that. But he uh, comes in and, uh, Elmon, you shake off the rain and you're in the inn as well. It's um, a little wet out there, I see. It's a dreary day. Huh, you should get some rest, but um, I'll go get Puck to, to uh, <laughs> stand guard outside. Puck? Puck, you wake up. You ha also heal half your max health. However, you do not recover any of your hit dice. You still feel this odd sickness plaguing you from the gaze of the serpent from back in the dungeon earlier. Perfect. You, however, may make a roll to possibly counter this. It is a, a constitution roll. 19. Constitution save. All right. You are no longer afflicted by this disease. However, it has affected you on this rest. It's so actually you, 21. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Nice. 
Uh, you wake up, you head downstairs, you can hear Avia still calling you, and a young initiate Reswin is also stumbling out from a bed that he was given. <laughs> he says, good morning. Morning. Oh, that was quite an, quite an adventure last night. It was. Let's go see what's afoot tonight, today. Afoot. <laughs> <laughs> All the subtext of feet. All the puns just keep on coming. You head downstairs with uh, Reswin, and Nor's there, and he provides food, and the whole group is there. Orm is at the fire, but he's now just passed out. He's just, he's got the beer kind of tipped over, and he's just, just sawing logs right there. I want to, uh, Puck wants to saddle up to Olgrim and, uh, drop a bag of 105 gold that he looted from that lust dungeon, like, in his lap. Okay. Without him knowing who, where it came from. All right. Whatnot. <laughs> Done. And then Puck will go outside and take watch. Okay. Time goes by. Olgrim, you wake up. You find a thick pouch of coins in your lap. What? 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 What's this then? Oh, Christmas came early for Olgrim. Oh, that's, that's about a hundred gold here. Do you need to borrow a robe, by the way? Uh, I've got a, I've uh, got a shirt. <laughs> I've got plenty of robes. <laughs> I think I'm fine. I've got the shirt, and I've, I'm assuming there's a, the rest of this armor. It's just considered a chain shirt. It's just no, it's just a chain just shirt a that chain covers sh- the torso. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can hem the the lengths and roll up the sleeves so, for you. So, so like a kilt, then. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm splitting armor now. The morning drags into afternoon. What would you guys like to do or say? I don't know if everyone's fully recovered, but... Uh, Olgrim is the only one that's not. He's still 10 points shy of his max. And uh, and level one exhaustion. Yes. And level one exhaustion. And spiritually hit a little bit too. <laughs> um, I say we, we must go back to the, uh, the seamstress store and... Possibly even to, uh, what was the other store? A tapestry? I forgot. Uh, what was on the other end of that dungeon cave? We're not, we're not buying more robes, are we? It was a it was a clothing store. Yes. We uh, we must go back, I believe. There's... Go back where? Uh, where I was. Well, yes. There was deep magic there that needs to be taken care of. In a, in a shop? No, 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 down below. The the tunnels, they start in the shop and then they oh, go down. Cultists are clever. Keep it out of sight. So no stray dwarf can just find it. I'm all for going back. Well, do you feel ready? Uh, you might need a... Doesn't matter. Sword. I found something sharp where I put it. And a shield. Well, I don't have everything. I and, can't and have every luxury. Well, I've got a big bag of gold now. And pants. And pants. <laughs> he doesn't have to wear pants. <laughs> it slows me down. <laughs> so for the sword that you found, you'll need another long rest. So you have some time to uh, attune to it, think about it, uh, interact with it a little bit. So the whenever you guys want to do another long rest here, we, but, can, we can skip another day or you can go right now, whatever your situation is. For the time being, it is just... Functioning as a totally, you know, it's just a limb noodle. Yeah, it's just a normal <laughs> sword. But there's just some weird glimmer to a it. A little glimmer happens. to it. Mm-hmm. How about this? What yeah. if, uh, what if we wait until nightfall? And that way it's not so, um, obvious. 
we could definitely do that or it, we might be able to sneak back into the seamstress shop before anybody's the wiser that she's no longer purveying the the shop and get in there but then we'd have to go through the demon again so I would say no <laughs> fair um, now you're talking about demons what's all this then oh you you don't remember do you he, he wasn't there I uh, remember when the door slammed open hi and the big hand and the the big face and the the, the thing is said chaos all the time oh I thought that was the the guy behind me. <laughs> I didn't see any big hand. I saw the door open, and then, and then who was it? Who was it who jumped through first? I don't know. Elmon. 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 Elmon kicked the door open. No. no well, <laughs> we can say that. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're talking there about was, demons. There now was I know evil. There's dark magic. There was evil behind that door. We do not want to go back, back in that part. Yeah, we have to go through the uh, clothing short store the short path back through. Oh. And Where, where's Reswin? He's, he's right there, actually, and he stands up and walks over to you, Olgrim, and kneels down next to you and places oh, his hands uh, on your lap and says, Puts his I, hand hope, where? <laughs> I hope that all goes well and you recover soon. If it's been a pleasure to meet you, and I can see you've got very good friends who care about you deeply. And May Lothian watch over you all. And who's this then? Oh wait, I'd recognize you. <coughs> you came in and helped too. I have, but it is time for me to go. I must return to my church. If you ever need comfort or solace and need to speak to God through me or through Jamon, please come to the Church of Lothian the Redeemer. Number three. <laughs> Straightway Street. <laughs> I was like, he had you his card. <laughs> I, I, I give him uh, a, f- a five gold. I cannot take this. It's it's not for you, it's for your he church. He takes it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, such a good disciple. Uh, Reswin, uh, might you be able to help us with one more thing? What is it? We, as Elmont said, we, we should... Keep an eye, at least, on the uh, the seamstress store to make sure that people aren't asking questions, of course. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, offer some sort of distraction there, but tell people that she's sick and, and you're caring for her, or I don't, I don't know. You're young. You can think of something. That, that type of espionage is not my forte. Even adventuring is really not my. F- I don't know if you know Listen this. Listen here, bitch. It was my first time ever adventuring. <laughs> but you did, you did well. Yeah. Except, except for the praying parts. I have what? I have duties that I must <laughs> attend to. <laughs> but it was an honor to fight alongside you. Oh, and I need to go buy a new baton. I left mine inside <laughs> of something. Of <laughs> permanently affixed to something. I yeah. Guess I recall. But I, I bid you all farewell and. Hope we see each other again soon. Well, very well. Tell Jimon hi for us and... I will. <sighs> Maybe Nor can provide someone at the shop to... You think it might just be better to to let things go as they are? I mean, they're going to find out she's gone sooner or later, and if 
Maybe, we don't want to be implicated. If we can keep that from happening until we can get back down <clears throat> and... What if, what if you go cast one of your things on the uh, door? I won't cast my thing on the door all day. <laughs> I'll just go out the door then. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you just ignore him entirely. Sorry. What was his name again? Puck, that's, uh, that's a good idea. Maybe uh, I'll go do that. Uh, Anavius. I say let them know the price we've extracted from them. I don't understand what that means. Not letting not uh, letting them know that, in fact, we did kill the lady. Oh, they killed him themselves. <laughs> uh, Avius goes back to the shop and casts Arcane Lock on the front door. This is which shop? The seamstress. The one you went to go shop. in. Okay. What, in? Or the one the we The way we from? went in, not the way we came out. All right. You go to the seamstress's shop. And you cast Arcane Lock on her door. Her shop door is now locked magically. She only has the one, correct? There's a back door, but this is the one that most people would probably go through. Okay. All right. Now you just need the magic spell that turns the sign to closed. (laughs) (laughs) And then track your spell. How how are you you feeling, Olgrim? I've seen better days. But I've got a sword for the crutch. I can get around. More importantly, I can fight. I've got some armor. So I feel... I feel okay. Should we go get you a shield to bite on? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, a shield would make me feel better. (laughs) Let's let's go. Get you some clothes while we're at it. Gonna go shopping? Yes. Okay. You can purchase a shield for sure. Let me find it here. <laughs> it's gone to dramatic commerce <laughs> adventure. <laughs> no one will be seated during the shopping scene. You are able to buy a shield. There is... Oh, I have a coupon. A, uh, um, and you're in Midtown. There's a bunch of shops in their areas uh, in this part of town that favor adventurers which is kind of surprising overall the whole city most cities and towns don't care for adventures at all you're mm-hmm. troublemakers thieves that kind of thing this town doesn't uh have any negative and sometimes positive uh, views of adventures and here there's a collection of stores you're able to find olgram that uh, aren't necessarily weapon or armor specific but there's a couple generic adventuring style stores that you're able to find and purchase a shield there's uh, one you can buy for 11 gold 11. Don't knock it. A shield helps. <laughs> That'll increase your AC by two. All right. Anything else you want to buy? Uh, I'm assuming all the standard pricing that we had talked about in an earlier. It depends. Maybe not. What are, what are you looking for? Always on the look for uh, um, uh, that one type of armor we had discussed. Uh, uh, plate armor? I forget what it was. Well, plate. You're looking for heavy armor? Heavy, yeah. Okay. So there is the only scale. reason really is to look for me looking heavy is so that I could at least make it advantage of my yeah your ability my ability. There's chain full chainmail armor, which is what you had before. Mm-hmm. You don't see any of that for sale that will fit you, but you do have that contact of rough contact of that arena uh, armor guy. <laughs> okay, he might be able to help you out. Um, 
And then above chainmail, there's splint mail and there's plate mail, but those start to get uh, pretty pricey. Chainmail is around 80 gold, splints around 200 gold, and plate mail is around 1,500 gold. I could go right to the heart of it, but um, I, I don't know much how, how much time has transpired because I owe 60 a month for the vault. Oh, no, it's it's you're still good. Still good? You're probably another okay. two weeks. Because uh, I could spend the 80 and buy chain. Full chain. Okay, you head over or, to... Yeah? Yeah. Avius still has 160 gold from the maps. Well, you've... That I've not... You guys have... <laughs> that I've not split up. I got crippled Wait, by being kidnapped <laughs> and stripped naked. I mean, I, I don't want you to spend all your cash on me. But. Oh, that's just, that's just the group money. I have my own. <laughs> and then I have my castle and estates up... <laughs> Yeah. If you if you wanted to go splint mail, <laughs> yeah, no I'd, I'd yes mm-hmm. forego. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how much do you need? All of it. You go uh, to the armor. He sees you and says, "Oh, it's you again." I lost my last one. <laughs> Somehow I'm not surprised. I need a new one, but this one's gotta stay on this time. So you're looking for more chain? No, 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 no. Uh, I want this uh, splint. Splint. Uh, I could do something like that. I don't. You have to fit it for a dwarf. Yeah. Last time I was human, I slipped right out of it. What? What? <laughs> it was yeah. defective. It's defective. I can get you set up with that. It's going to take a couple days, though. All right. Make a persuasion roll with disadvantage because he doesn't quite like you. Oh. I'm using my inspiration. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn. Uh, I got a uh, uh, persuasion, you said. 16 in total. Total? Yeah, I've got a couple suits. I've got a little too much of that, actually. I could do 180 gold. 180? That'll be just fine. I'll have it ready three mornings from now. Three mornings. Good day. 180. Uh, Avius hands you the pouch of 160. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That'll be nice. Yeah. All right. You have a shield. You have a chainmail shirt on. You have armor being made. You have a sword you don't know what does in your hands. Uh, still looking for pants, but other than that, you're great. <laughs> I'm just walking around. I'm going to get fine. That'll be the last thing you buy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find some leathery fun stuff no no there's a child's clothing store you get it just (laughs) okay (laughs) oversized kids and me i'm I'm all set um mulgrim will actually hand back the 80 gold to puck i have a sneaking suspicion this belongs to you what what do you mean Eh, call it dwarf's intuition I can't not, be taking all I'm your not, gold. I'm not taking. It's not mine. We. I mean, it's all of ours. I didn't ask the other guys, but uh, we got we got it out of that that hellhole you were in. I'm keeping my eye on you, Puck. It's keep <laughs> keep the gold as well. <laughs> uh, Ogram tucks the gold away and mentions it no more. All right, you're back with the group. It's <clears throat> four p.m., five p.m. So what's our plan once we get back down there? That's a good question. There's that room with 
the the magic energy, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what to do with that. I know, right? Burn it down. Well, I could, I could lock it up at the very least. Well, I thought you did. No, no, no. That was the uh, seamstress stop oh. shop. Maybe we'll run into some more of those cultists that came back. If we do, we're running through. Yeah. Had enough of their kind. Well, let's go down. Let's go down there. We have to make it into the shop. Um, I don't know if the shopkeeper's gonna let us. Uh, he'll he'll let us. Well, that, <laughs> this is why Deanna will have evening. something to say about it. <laughs> right then, little goblin syndrome. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, by the way, since it was a long rest, any spellcasters, you guys can rearrange your spells always if you need to. Okay, you guys are heading to the clothing shop where you came out of the dungeon last night. Is that correct? I believe so. All yeah. right. You guys head there. It is not far away from Middlehawk's Tavern, which, while convenient for traveling, is just creepy. It's so close. You walk over there. It is uh, in operation. It's open. There's a couple people inside. The four of you go inside, armed and armored, into this clothing shop. It's it's big. It's wide. It's uh, has a vaulted ceiling. There's bolts and bolts of cloth everywhere. There's cubbies filled with uh, different types of cloth. None of it looks particularly extravagant. There's just a lot of different colors that they have, and they have a, some stand-up crude mannequin things of different types of coats. So that's what they sell, just a lot of it. This is the Costco of cloth, clothing bolts. <laughs> There's a couple of people shopping, and a man comes up and says, Yeah, you can find your colors over here. We've got your greens, and then we've got your blues. We're a little uh, low on the reds. And then we've got a lot of coats. Do you have any robes? No, just just coats. I would like to see a robe. Did you hear what? Uh, I went to two pockets. Uh, customer service. At the hips. <laughs> I don't have robes. Oh. Well, maybe maybe downstairs. Uh, I can just go look. No, there's the downstairs is off to the public. What's oh. what's down there? It's storage. Are there robes down there in storage? We don't have robes. You seem to have plenty of room up here. Why Why do you need storage downstairs? Why the hell do you care? Because uh, I, I You're want You're not an robe. inspector. Who cares? Maybe I am. And Avius, with a cantrip, produces a little insignia in the palm of his hand showing that he's an inspector that it can't be that detailed unfortunately ah. oh sorry it's not psychic paper from doctor who it just says inspector but it's like in some crazy font <laughs> <laughs> it's in bangers <laughs> wingdings comic sans uh comic well sans. then instead knowing where the door is to downstairs mm-hmm. again using prestidigitation maybe it's uh Produces a knocking at the, like a... Knocking sound at the door. Yeah. So, yeah, take a look around here, see what you want, and I'll be back. Where are you going? He doesn't acknowledge that and walks over towards that door in the back. All right. 
And he opens the door and he peeks in. Uh, he goes into that room a little bit. There's like little stairs right beyond it. And then he comes back in and closes the door and just looks confused and is back in the main shopping area. This is a very obvious position door, like out. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Unless you're doing really hunkered down low stuff and are like going underneath tables of bolts of cloth, that's totally an option. Sneaky. How many other customers are in the There's shop? There's three other customers, but this is a wide shop. This is essentially like a warehouse that's been turned into a shop. Are they are the three customers like together? Or? Two of them are. Um, Elmon's gonna do like kind of like stand too close to them, kind of like I am a little odd. Make starting to make them feel a little uncomfortable. Like maybe they. Maybe they don't want to be there after all. Okay. Um, kind of just sort of being a little. You gonna buy that? <laughs> yeah, basically. I hate to use the word creepy, but yeah, he's 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 gonna be a little creepy with them, trying to get them to want to leave the store. All right, make an intimidation roll. You guys see, essentially, Elmon walk over and just be normal Elmon. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and nine with, with yeah. his normal intimidation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, hey guys, how's it going? You're over there, and this woman uh, walks away from her friend and steps a few feet, steps a few inches over to you, Elmon, and says, "Can I help you? We're trying to buy something here, and you're just hovering over us." I'm just looking at some uh, cloth here, lady. What's we're what's, not going to steal problem? anything. I don't believe you for a moment. How rude. You, you look a little shifty. She goes back to Matter of fact, f- what's in your pockets right now? She was going back to her friend. <laughs> she turns around. She looks pissed off. Make another intimidation <laughs> roll. Are there, while he's doing that, are there uh, lanterns and whatnot? Yep. Uh, <laughs> what did you roll? Six. <laughs> really? Yeah, totally. Awesome. She comes up and says, listen, you, and pokes you in the chest. You stay away from me and my friend, or I'm calling the guards. <clears throat> and then she walks away. Puck is going to go, like, underneath, like, a table or something and turn into a panther. Wow. <laughs> the natural environment of the panther is the clothing <laughs> yeah, shop. So fast. And then, uh... Uh, is going to, uh... So what you see, by the way, if you were looking far away, you would see Puck with his hood on, with the little tip sticking out, walking towards this table full of cloth. Then you just see the hood like a shark fin, and then she gets lower and lower, and the hood disappears, and then out the other end of the table is a panther, like a Michael Jackson video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I'm gonna, uh, saunter over to the shopkeeper and growl at him. All right! And then, uh grab with my jaws a, bun- a big stack of cloths and take off outside. Okay, so you walk up as a panther. <laughs> he has his back to you and he's trying to move around some big bolts of cloth and what do you want? He doesn't know I want to like, he like tur- get his attention. All right, he turns around just like, ah, help, help, and starts scrambling up on the clothes and is knocking stuff I've got over. this. I've got him. I raise my sword as I'm going after the panther uh, as Olgram. And, uh, and I'll, I'll chase him. I'll chase him. I'll get him. And uh, I'll yeah, try and give chase to the Benny Hill routine. Keystone cops. You need to get out of here. This is dangerous. I know this animal. 
All it's right. killed three already. <laughs> and I go chasing after Puck. The two women uh, not too far away from you, Elmon, are quickly walking or in almost jogging around towards the front door now to get out of there. Everyone out! No! And the third person? Is panicked in the corner, and uh, he's not doing anything. He's holding on to a coat and just like, oh. Uh, uh, it's got wicked teeth Come like on, this. gotta go. Let's go. And grab him by the arm and kind of like run out with them. And then as you get to the door, he just kind of. Throw him out. Keeps him going and stops. Slam arcane lock. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just have a regular lock on this door. Yeah, I only lock. have uh, three kidding. level two spells. You've got the I've two. You've got so the two ladies out. You've got that guy out, Elmon. You've got the guy who runs the shop. He is scampering and slipping on bolts of cloth and is making way towards his main desk. Uh, and is just going, oh my, no! I'm going to cut him off before he can get to his desk. You cut him off. And, and then try to just... Well, back away yeah, slow now. Bare my teeth and like, get him going towards the exit. He's getting ready to pounce! Make Move! A, make an intimidation roll with advantage. This panther has... 19. With advantage, nice. And did you you have any intimidation bonus? Yeah, I used Total. it. Total, got it. He doesn't say a word, panics, turns around, slams into a table and spins awkwardly and falls and cracks his head on another table and drops to the ground unconscious. Elmon closes and locks the door. <laughs> <laughs> the panther feasts. <laughs> well, you didn't have to hurt him, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> what well, say Don't that went to write as planned? <laughs> Are we sure this is Puck? <laughs> we we Puck, could be in a lot of head appears over another bolt of cloth. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not ready. <laughs> Second Panther appears. <laughs> Which Panther is it? <laughs> that that went kind of well. Oh, he doesn't look good. All right then. And uh, I, uh, Olgram charges over and Elmon, starts do you to want fiddle to, with the door. Uh, perhaps bind up the shopkeeper in case he comes to while we're downstairs. Yeah, let's get him bound up. I think we have plenty of <laughs> material to work with. <laughs> you just spend time rolling him and rolling Basically, him. Yeah, we're we just gonna roll him in a bunch of cloth and a bunch of red to make use of the yep. money as the least of. All right, uh, you've got him bound up. Making sure to gag him so that he can't yell. Probably putting him maybe upstairs where if he is kind of, um, you know, wakes up and tries to yell and stuff, he'll probably cause less of a ruckus. Okay. He is And if there's sequestered. any lock boxes, strong, like kind of keeping an eye open, um, you know. You do see a lockbox. Uh, It is at that desk he was going for. There's also a short sword there that he was going for. Good cutoff puck. Uh, And he has times two. He has 16 gold in that lockbox. Fantastic. His unlocked lockbox. All right. Unlucky lockbox. Yep, I'll put him upstairs. Is there a locked lockbox as well? No, but you did block the unlocked lockbox. Bob Bob, Bob's lockbox. Uh, put it, yeah, put him upstairs in a bedroom or something, lay him on his bed, yep. get him all bound up. He is bound. Takes a bit. I was going to say probably should bandage him, but you've rolled him up in the largest bandage ever, so I think he's fine now. 
Okay. The... It's, it's fine. It's all internal bleeding. It's it's keeping the blood where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's fine. His brain's smelling. <laughs> you guys head downstairs. You get to the basement section. You go, Olgrim, you don't know where this is. You were in a weird no, state. Yeah, and totally. Uh, but the rest of you know where it's at. There's a hidden shelving area that's really tall that's slightly askew, covered and blocked by cloth that's been draped down like eight feet off of this huge shelving section creating almost a wall of cloth on the shelf behind it is a small uh, really tight door you're able to open and then that has really narrow and steep stairs that you head down stone steps you're now descending back into this dungeon you were at less than 24 hours ago Puck you are in normal form no I'm still a panther alright Avius you're having trouble seeing I might have torch. Okay, you've got one hand uh, using the torch, the other hand holding a staff, and make your way down. The group arrives, uh, and Elmon, you quickly join them uh, uh, in mm-hmm. the rear after a couple minutes. You catch them by the time they reach the bottom of the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs is that private room you encountered the last night. It's small space, you've already searched the heck out of it, and it's got furniture. For the rest of the dungeon, this is a really cozy place. Does it look undisturbed? It looks like it's been slightly disturbed. Since we were there last. Yes. Did, did, um, in all the chaos from last night, was one of the cultists that we killed Kravar, or is he unaccounted for? Question to the group, I suppose. I don't think he was there. Okay. I don't know. I just swung my sword. Very well. Yeah, sure, he's was been... he the one that got... That we got, also really like, don't know... Wasn't... Olgrim was the only one that actually saw him. Yeah. So... I don't know that I would have recalled him amongst the dead. I know that there was the one... The torturer guy. But... Yeah, but then there's the other guy that was, like, in charge. Like, at the beginning, he was yeah. the one. Ogram sticking with, I don't know. <laughs> the one that ended every everything in a question yes? Yes. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got killed. You can always check. Cool. We'll just wait around for him to show up again. <clears throat> You're all in this tiny little room? Having a discussion yeah. about whether we killed this one There's like one 30 cultists on the other side of the door just yeah. waiting. Come on. <laughs> what are they waiting for? We want to roll initiative. <laughs> you wanted to be a part of chaos. I <laughs> <laughs> think can never be planned. It's They're hazing. It's always hurry up to wait with these guys. <laughs> I'm going to go join the death cult. <laughs> <laughs> The lead cultist gets all sad. This happens all the death cults get all the good cultists. (laughs) It's pledge week for cults. (laughs) Come on, guys. Get your shit together. I know we're chaos, but... Beta Kappa Chaos is the one that leads and wins it all. Come on. Oh, man. Um, uh, Can I... Can I tell, like, what has been disturbed, or...? Furniture's been moved around uh, haphazardly. You guys left it. uh, You you remember where things are at. Things have been moved. 
Okay, as, as if something was being looked for. Yes! Alright. Um, I want to... I want to look around. Which... There's two doors. There's the one that leads into the torture room where Ogrim was at, and there was a smaller door uh, that had the magical humming sound that no longer has a magical humming sound. Oh, I want to go there. Alright. This door is, uh, sounds different. In, in fact, it doesn't sound like anything. Give me a moment with it before you go through. Oh, oh, do you need a, a room or what? Maybe. I just give kind of... <laughs> it is a just room. like, Avius kind of a half-quirked look and check for traps on, on, on the door. Make a roll. Knowing how Elvin's rolled today, roll. <laughs> Olgrim would like to step up the stairway a bit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Five. Five. <laughs> Lifesaver. <laughs> you don't know if there's traps or if there's even a door there. Looks clear. Well. Elmon will open the door. Well, hold on, Elmon. <laughs> uh, okay, Avius. his hand's on the knob ready to turn. Avius is going to detect magic. How, well, with your magic staff? With my staff. All right. It goes, oh, bing, and turns light blue. What? Well, I open up the manual <laughs> <laughs> to see what light blue means. It's pulsing three times, so that means it's charging. Yeah, no. it's, charging. <laughs> it's trying to. It's trying to connect. <laughs> it's a Bluetooth magic staff. <laughs> Pairing now. Wait, where's my dongle? There's, there's another staff out there going six three eight four. What the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> the magic staff turns a, a light, hazy blue color again. Bing! And I do or do not have an idea of what that means. You have no idea. <laughs> well, damn it! What? <laughs> what? Next time, attune the manual. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's in one of my boxes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to assume that means there's magic. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's for yes, twice for no. <laughs> I I am not for certain, but I do believe there's still magic. All the while, everyone's just in the other. Room. <laughs> <laughs> They're back at the end. He's still debating and trying to figure this out. Cultist lining up behind him, using the magic right. staff as a as a dowsing oh. rod. <laughs> Are we safe then? I don't know. <laughs> Elmon opens the door. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The door has been opened. <clears throat> Beyond is a tiny uh, eight by eight room. I guess it's like a large closet, if you will. It's a room that's covered in metal plates. Each of these plates are about two feet by two feet on the wall, on the floor, on the ceiling, lined with these metal plates. In this room are three stone pedestals, if you will. They're chunks of stone that are arranged in a uh, hexagon shape that are a couple feet apart in a triangular um, position. And that is all that you see in this room. They have anything written on them? They do not. <laughs> you may make an arcane roll and get pretty high, Elmon. Uh, Elmon, sorry, Avius, that's my, that's my one. I will get high. <laughs> we'll one. See. 
Arcana? Arcana, yeah. That'd be 24. That's high. (laughs) You don't see any markings, but you can tell that these were holders for something that were placed upon them. Okay. There's some magical markings, some residue behind. You're like, yeah, these these held something. Those, those, uh, like, pyramid things that we should have grabbed. Well... Elgrim was conscious during this time, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was, but yeah. he wasn't necessarily but, lucid. You know, because I think I distinctly remember two stones were there, one there was were. missing. Yes. And now there's three? No, there's zero. No, there's, oh, there's zero. zero. There's three pedestals. Three pedestals. Oh, the pedestals are there, the stones are missing, and the orb that was in the middle of the stones. I think I remember there are two, two stones on top, but not three. But I was hit on the head many times, and who knows? Well, we should find these stones. What do they do, Avius? They, if I recall, they they hold up a sphere of sorts, a magical sphere. That's all I know. It's more than I know. Maybe, uh... I'm, uh, Puck's gonna... Or, the panther's gonna change back into Puck. All right. Hello, dudes. May, <laughs> may, <laughs> maybe we should <coughs> go talk to J-Mom. You're still the panther. Oh, <laughs> 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 see, see if... Thank him for, for sending, uh... Uh, Reswin with, with us, but also maybe seeing if he knows any more about any more cultists in this area, and maybe mention what was here yesterday and what is not here now. Uh, that's that's a good idea, and perhaps a, a mason <clears throat> in the town could be found as well. Since these stones are missing, it could stand a reason that a mason has been involved, at least with crafting them and we would burn the rest what what, what do you want to burn all these papers and books oh, all of this belonging to these don't. cults don't burn books ever you poor illiterate soul <laughs> take, <laughs> <laughs> take your pick now uh, Ogrim will grab a lantern or a sconce off the wall and uh, you can him. take the torch from Avius's hand. Hand me that what? torch. <laughs> no. no, no, no. There's no roll. You can take the torch from Avius's hand. Mine. <laughs> With Avius still attached, I start lighting. <laughs> does uh, does Avius quickly see any books of interest to him? Yes, you do. There is a book about the history of the um, one section of this town it focuses on uh, the true history of South Market. <clears throat> you, you don't know much about the town, so it's just kind of interesting maybe to read up on. And that's it? That's it. The okay. rest don't well, look very interesting. The rest of it begins to burn. Alright. The place is lit up, smokes. I suppose smoldering. we should leave before we die as a, of uh, asphyxiation. 
chaos. <laughs> oh God, he's a cultist. <laughs> you guys head out. You climb back up the stairs, up the basement of the clothing store, unlock the door, and head out the front door and leave. Elmon leaves the guy bound to his bed upstairs. Um, In the slowly burning building. <laughs> Going upstairs, is he still unconscious? He is. Um, At least untie the fellow. Yeah. Uh, Elmano. <laughs> <laughs> He's always going to roll Another real on one? one. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm fine with it. <laughs> natural one. Uh, we, should, we should see if we can wake this guy and question him. Somebody was down there, <clears throat> and they did not go through that demon to get there. Oh, good point. Okay. All right. Elmon will attempt to um, bring the shopkeeper back to consciousness. Um, Avius. A little light slapping. Goes downstairs, grabs some cloths, tapestries, whatever. Okay. Uh, is there like a basin or water nearby? He has something for that, yeah. Okay, I'll get them wet and just kind of cover them over the trapdoor. <clears throat> okay. Just to help keep the fire down there. And it's a stone staircase between there. Okay. There. Just the smoke would be smoke, a big yeah, issue. Yeah, but also smoke. All right, you've woken him up, and he he's still bound but woken up in, on his bed. Yeah. All right. He's just, oh, what, what happened? What? Oh, what's going on? Let me out. Help! Uh, Puck's gonna put uh, his spear right up to his chest. And, uh, what's your name? I don't know if I have a name. Hold on. Let me <laughs> check my name list. That is a terrible name. Uh, <clears throat> my name is Doit. <laughs> <laughs> Really? My parents panicked quickly when they came up with the name. <laughs> In fact, etymology of my name means... Used a random name generator. <laughs> my brother is bang and poke. <laughs> Doit! As the three stooges sound effects back. Yep, 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 yep. We, we went downstairs. Who did you let down there? I, I don't know what you're talking about. The spear's gonna get a little, little tighter. Easy, easy, easy. Look, they pay me money so they can come and who go as they please. Who pays you money? Hell, if I know, it's some guy who comes and pays me each month. What? Give us a name. I don't know his name. He's got the, he's got some gray hair. He's creepy. <clears throat> I get paid money. They're allowed to come and go, and they've. They've got a key so to the front who, door. And you know, but you didn't see anybody today? I saw him today. When? Uh, just right after the store opened. Just one person? No, there were about a half a dozen. Seemed to be in a hurry. How were they dressed? Like, like normal? They didn't have any of my fine reds. There like was I no, have no dark cloaks. No. Do you know where they went when they left? No, I was running the shop. 
until this panther came in. <laughs> we took care of him, by the way. You're welcome. Hey, just don't take care of me. I've told you what I know. Look, I can give you the key to the lockbox downstairs. Okay. <clears throat> you gotta let me out. Cut him free. I'm gonna sit down beside him. <clears throat> Be like, look, you seem like a nice guy. Um, this is good cop, bad goblin. <laughs> you, the people that you've been letting in are are not good people. Um, and you would be well advised to stay clear of them and forget about what just happened today. And he'll cut them loose. All right. He says, yeah, yeah, you got it, boss. And he uh, pulls from a chain underneath his shirt a key. Says, there you go. The money's all yours downstairs. We're good. Thanks. <laughs> it's, already, it. it's already jingling in your pocket. <laughs> you pay him 16 gold. Then go take that. All right. You guys head out. <clears throat> uh, do I happen to remember as Olgrim uh, what Kravar looked like? Yeah. Oh, you know what he looks like. And he... The gray hair falls in line with that. Yeah, he has gray, thinning, wiry hair. Kind of a, a smashed face, if you will. The nose and the cheeks are really in. in. Incapable of making declarative statements. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Let's, let's go see Jamon. Unless anybody else has an idea. After you. You guys walk towards Old Town. It's a bit of a walk. You take the Emperor's Road, which is the main large road, uh, up through that cuts through town to many of the districts. The rain's still pouring uh, pretty hard. It's getting nighttime. The sun's just starting to set, though. You still have some uh, good visibility with the light. Uh, streets are not as crowded due to the rain. And as you're walking along, a interesting thing happens. As you're walking along through the streets, there's a couple people passing the crowd. A rare cart might go by being pulled uh, by a horse. <clears throat> and then everyone are kind of just moving and staying out of each other's way, except as you're walking along, one person doesn't get out of your way. And as you're approaching, it's as though the crowd just sifts around this person who's standing dead centered in, in the middle of your path. Uh, and it is a woman, a woman wearing plate mail armored that is colored very decoratively with uh, weapons at her side, a shield at her side, and she totally stands there blocking your path the people start to move and get out of the way and people going the opposite direction do not pass by her like a tumbleweed rolling yeah mess? Okay. yeah 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 <clears throat> she has a mace in her <clears throat> at her side on a metal loop which she uh, draws and has her shield out and you can hear her through the <clears throat> even through the pouring rain she's maybe 20, 30 feet away. Put down your weapons and step away from them. Why? Puck, you say that when you see there is a guy standing off to your side off on a side road. He is a stepped out. He is also armored. He is even more heavily armored than she is. 
And he has, let me double check real fast. He has a weapon. He has a great sword that he has drawn and its uh, edge is down and uh, behind him, ready to strike in a sweeping arc if necessary. Not pointed at you, but totally ready to swing. And he looks dead serious. He's got his helmet on. These guys are armored to the nines. And Avius, you see a, another guy approach on the other side. So they've got you in a tr triangular pattern, if you will. And this guy also has a shield and a mace. Uh, and he has n the shield out, but has his uh, hand uh, free. And it looks like he's ready to cast a spell at a moment's notice. What's the I want to cast a spell. <clears throat> okay. What spell do you want to cast? Uh, Blade Ward. Um, go for it. Does that take an action? Yep. No, it's a, it's a, a cantrip. Okay, but what's the casting time? Uh, one round. Okay, so yeah, that's... Our uh, casting time, one action, yes. One action, yeah. All right. um, and while I do that, uh, <laughs> who, who are you? As soon as you cast a spell, she says, no, he's casting! And she starts casting a spell, as does the guy next to them, and thunderclouds start roaring down above above you all. And, uh... This uh, armor that she's wearing... Yes. Uh, is it uh, decorated with anything related to the city? Uh, make yeah, a roll! Yeah, these seem to be officials in any way? They are decorated in similar colors. All three of them. All three of them. It's a team. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what am I rolling for? I'm not telling you. Oh. <laughs> That's fair enough. I've got evil laugh. Uh, unmodified eight. Unless I'm adding something. You actually have a bit of a benefit on this because you've seen it. Uh, this matches vaguely some of the colors you've seen on some of the Lothian uh, idols. The Church of Lothian. Not all of the colors, but uh, like uh, Initiate Reswin, he has some of their colors on his shield. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I would like to step in. I don't know if I can interrupt or or take an action, or we already gone into combat. Uh, what What do you want to do? Because uh, right now, Avius's action is he's just finished casting a spell. You may take an action if you would I'm like. Taking an action. Uh, by saying, I surrender! You guard, Captain. You say that, and the guy to the right blasts you with a huge beam of fire that misses you. <laughs> <laughs> I extrasend! <laughs> and like the rain right in front of you is just this sizzling steam <laughs> before the rest of the rain comes down. Uh, Puck, what would you like to do? Oh, man. The guy to your left uh, is coming right at you with his uh, giant sword. You don't know what the lady in the front's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I'll crack him with my thorn whip. Okay. <laughs> uh, eight, uh, excuse me, 19. Uh, 19 is a hit. Four damage. Okay. And I don't think we've done anything with you, Elma. <sighs> I'm, I'm guessing yelling stop right now is probably not going to curtail anything. I don't know. It could. It could not. 
<laughs> Roll intimidation. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Wait, no. Don't do that. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Elmon will hold off from trying to actually kill anybody at this point and be like, hold, hold, stop, everybody stop. Try and kind of get the genie back in the bottle there. All right. You say that a... Make a persuasion roll and you will interrupt her casting. 15. The storm (laughs) above you... There's thunder, but no lightning comes striking down in this Shoot her uh, with an arrow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and she says again, as the rain is getting whipped around by the wind from her storm that she's created, put your weapons down. What is the meaning of this? There is a clattering as my sword hits the <laughs> Okay. I've, I've essentially, Olgrim has looked at her and appreciated the, the, uh, the, the, the armor and apparently the position and stance she's in as being martially trained and probably a better in every way. So you sword tinkles to the ground. All right. And Puck, you can see that not the big guy next to you, but uh, her up front and the um, caster guy on the right, they are both armored in a magical stone armor <clears throat> spell that's even stronger than the one that. Avius is okay. You, I, you just sense that. Puck, Puck sees uh, Grim drop his sword, so I uh, I point my spear at the big guy in front of me with the huge great sword and say, "You are lucky." And I uh, <laughs> this puts, goblin a third in size <laughs> puts uh, puts uh, Deanna on the ground. All right, gently. Elmont, Avius. Um, Attack with vigor. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna cast stones, resist attack again. Blade barrier. Wait, wait, Lord. Um, Amius, uh, who, who are you? They are. She says, "I'm not going to ask again." I have no weapons. Uh, Elmon. <clears throat> this is unnecessary. We can come with you and find out what this is about. I think um, they want the bow. Lightning cracks down Ooh. from above. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. What did you do? <laughs> I almost rolled Max. Um, who? It's Elmon and Avius. You need to each roll dexterity, as dexterity save as lightning comes cracking down. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Oh, okay, good. You no, guys I'm sorry. Twenty-five. That's still good. You guys take half damage. You take fourteen lightning damage. Jeez. As you're both uh lit up by the spell as her storm blasts out. Toss my bow to the ground. Okay. <laughs> 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 Grab an inspiration. Understood. <laughs> and he sits down. <laughs> Lothian, is it? <laughs> I now serve Lothian. Um. Well, A- I mean, Avius is. You've got your staff. No, he doesn't. I would imagine with that much lightning, that much of a lightning strike, he. It's dropped. dropped. All right, it's just dropped. Avius is just standing there with this black cartoon smoked <laughs> hair. The 
guy on the right who cast the uh, fire that missed, he tosses manacles at Puck and Avius only. What do you want us to do with these? Put them on. And he walks. You scared of a goblin? He walks in <laughs> to the uh, center of your group here and uh, picks up your staff and picks up your bow and picks up your sword and picks up your spear. Uh, my uh, Olgrim's eyes have not left the f- the female. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm identifying as the captain of the group. Yeah, she looks like she's ready to go against uh, to war against a, uh, an army of orcs. She's set and totally ready. Yeah, the Puck, eyes do not leave her. Puck puts his puts the the manacles on. Okay. Uh, so does Avius. All right. He just slips them on. <laughs> Through his arcane lock. <laughs> no! Now try and get him off. Wait, what did I do? <laughs> I didn't think this through. Does somebody have the knock spell? <laughs> and you guys are pushed forward through the city as um, prisoners, particularly the two of you that are uh, manacled. You are led by the lady who keeps checking back, and then it's your group, and then behind is the uh, great sword guy, and then the guy with your uh, gear. Ogram speaks if he's sure. Able you're walking, doesn't get you're walking in the, the rain. The crowds are parting as they walk you down the road. Go ahead, Ogram. You haven't said what were, what the charge is, guard captain. The charges will be levied at the tribunal. They're waiting. Well, that was fast. And you speak for Lothlorien. Uh, uh, you speak for Lothian? I speak for both Lothian and the conciliators. And see that no harm comes to my friends, and we will gladly will follow alongside and not give you any problems. We'll see if you are a man of your word. I'm a dwarf of my word. It's better. You are taken to a church of Lothian in uh, Midtown. Not taken through the normal entry door, taken through a back door and through a back area down through some stairs into the basement. And there you see they have set up underneath this church in the middle of town is a small prison. You guys, as soon as... uh, Olgrim, you're fine. You go in, you're like, okay, this is just not great. But Elmond a little bit and definitely Puck and Avius, you guys just realize, uh uh-oh, this is not great. As once you reach that lower area, you you have passed through an anti-magic field. You lose the capabilities of casting your spells. They, this is a serious setup. It's normally not a common thing you'll find like underneath a guard tower. Um, something more serious setup. They take you all and put you into individual rooms, Avis but suffers, suffers instant incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> a spell you've been holding back? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, 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 I can't walk through this. <laughs> <laughs> they put you in, in different rooms, but these rooms are uh, have uh, 
solid stone walls between them, but they have big porculus style uh, metal bars in between. So you guys can see each other and talk whatever you want. As they're kind of like, as I realized what's, what's happening, um, Elman will <clears throat> say, um, <clears throat> we're a friend of Jamon's. He should at least be informed that we've been incarcerated. He may, he may vouch to some degree for us. Quiet. You'll have your chance to speak, she says. They pat you down, remove any gear. Um, no! And <laughs> <laughs> <In> armor. <laughs> Why can't I? No. <laughs> I should have taken alertness. <laughs> That's your quote. Oh, you have soft hands. That'll be on your epitaph. Yeah. <laughs> I should have taken alertness. <laughs> and a guard is left behind. Two guards are left behind at the um, the stairs out. Reswin? No, you oh. don't know who these people they are armored and armed. There's a stairs back out, and then there's another door at the other end of this um, jail cell, and all is quiet. The four of you have been whisked away quickly. You are wet, unarmed and unarmored and unspelled, stuck in these cells. Uh, approaching or speaking across the room to one of these guards, are we around water and food? He says, in time... How much time to this tribunal? I was told it was ready. He does not respond. Although you do notice they still have extended to you the courtesy of no manacles, as well as Elmon. However, Pock and Avius, you guys are still We're still peculiar. Yeah. Mm. I have yeah. a Elmon. Can you reach this for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I cannot. He says, bending over. <laughs> Just playing with a staff that goes ding every now and then. <laughs> Time slips by. Anything you want to do and or say? Grim, you seem to have an idea of uh, what's happening here. I'm not a stranger to a tribunal, if that's what you're asking. You'll see these from time to time. But... We did nothing wrong. I agree. That's for them to decide, and we're in the grasp, uh, grasp of Lothian. However well that will fare for us. If only we had made a large tithe recently. <laughs> <laughs> Several <clears throat> hours go by. It is definitely nighttime now, and you are brought some food and water. I demand pudding. You're also uh, given a bl uh, blanket each. Oh, lovely. And a as, as your food plates are being collected, another one of these armored people, another one you haven't seen before, is there. And he's leading in kind of some sketchy looking character. One you might find out in the docks causing trouble type of a guy. Uh, <laughs> They ask for silver. No. <laughs> Good callback. Uh, they, they lead him in, and uh, he looks around and says, no. He says, yeah, that one there, and he points at Puck. And he looks around at uh, Avius, looks at Elmon. Yeah, and that one, pointing at Olgrim. And then that's all that's said. And then he goes through the jail cell into the other door into some other area. You don't know what's going on. You can hear some voices being spoken as the door is opened. 
and then the door closes. You recognize him in any way? You may make it make an inside roll. Uh, it's going to be an eleven. You don't know this human being. All right, not at all. He seemed to recognize us, Puck. Yeah, I don't know who he is. I don't. I don't like any of this. Yeah, speak the truth. I don't know one. Don't know anyone. Why? Like did, that, why did they? Why? Why they cuff the goblin up and not? The two warriors. I mean, I'm a warrior, but <laughs> not like you guys. I don't know. You're pretty handy with a spear. Oh, I'm handy with this. I've seen a spear. They better not. I've owned one. They, they, they better be nice to Deanna. It is morning. You've been here all night. Good news is you finished another long rest. You get half our our hit points back. Half your hit points back. You get your spells back. You did get a good rest. There's no one's disturbing you. There's no interrogation. This is like a club med for Olgrim. Yeah. (laughs) But I have no armor, and like I'm supposed to attune to something. Did they take our armor? Yeah. Do I still have plus five on my hit points? No, no, no. That was a spell that. (laughs) No, I didn't. I I thought they just took our stuff. Not none our armor. So it is morning time. You have woken up. Breakfast of uh, metal plates with some bread and some cheese and water have been brought by a heavily armored guy. As you finish breakfast, the door to the outside opens and someone comes down the stairs and you just hear, no, wait, no, come on, no. And a... The guy who had that great sword that brought you in yesterday, mm-hmm. he is dragging a, a fellow in, a um, a thiefy, uh, not so pleasant looking half elf. He's dragging by the scruff of the neck. Looks like the half elf has been bloodied a bit, and he drags him uh, through your room. The guy says, "No, come on, let me go. I didn't. I'm not part of this at all." And drags him through the cell area you guys are at, opens up the far door, and takes him into that other area and closes the door behind. You just hear, no, come on up, no, no. <laughs> Did I'm unrecognize him? Make an insight roll. Ten. You are not sure. <laughs> You've seen many bloody faces recently. <laughs> they all start to blur together. <laughs> Hmm. More time slips by, and you are not served lunch. Instead, it's hot towel time. (laughs) About 10 of these armored religious soldier types file in from the uh, further interior room. They file in. They spread out, blocking the stairwell out two at the door they just came in others are moving towards your cells well this is excessive and (laughs) (laughs) we're we're only level four they're all they're all they're all in the same armor as the three yep okay they all and the armor's looking nice and shined and everything's looking uh very regimented about them they throw 
manacles into uh, Olgrim, your cell, and Elmon, your cell. They throw one into Puck's cell, and the guard's like, oh, damn, he already has uh, and then they <laughs> gotta go in. <laughs> they wait for you guys to manacle up. Yeah. All right. I mean, what choice do we really have at this point? Uh, this is a bit disrespectful. You let me in without them, and now you want them on. There's just this metal helmet just staring at you through the bars. Click click. <laughs> is the uh, the guy with the great sword? Is he in this uh, oh, legion? He is. He is. Gonna, he's gonna. He's at the door uh, that they just came out. He's standing next to that door. Hey, hey, ugly. <laughs> two two armored heads in different parts of the room look at you. <laughs> you, you, big and ugly. You, you still have, feel feel my whip. You still have that sting. Oh, that's right. You hit it. <laughs> mm. And re-roll. <laughs> character. They open up your door first. <laughs> the metal swings aside and a different guard comes in and grabs you. And they roughly pull you out and push Puck past the uh, door further into, in, into this uh, jail area and walking past the guy you just taunted. His helmet just, uh, it's focused straight ahead, but at the last second it just looks at you as you go by. And then, Elmon, you're taken out. Avius, you are taken out. And then, Olgrim, you are taken out. Each one of you taken out about couple minutes apart in case there's any breakout attempt they have. Testing the limits of their patience, I am favoring my wounded leg a bit, a okay. bit more than usual. All right. And uh, it's really slowing the pace down. Like, I'm now a quarter my speed, that kind of. They patiently let you walk. Okay. Yeah. They are not rough with you. <clears throat> They're not in a hurry. We don't hear that because we're about two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you were last. So. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> They're Wait patient. Up. They're very patient. <laughs> Be that in a minute. I'm not. <laughs> you are taken to a large room that is beneath this temple. It has some bench seating in a half hexagon style, you know, three segmented sections of bench seating that can stack a slightly vertical uh, so you can get three different groups of people uh, without who can see over each other. There are only maybe four people, four spectators. You guys are brought into the center of this room and Elmon, you've been keeping a real close eye on things. You can see a little bit of more than just a little bit of wet blood on the ground where you guys are placed. Lovely. Um, there's some more doors that lead out of here. The room... Am I placed near these guys? Say it again? Am I placed near our my companion? You are four as a group, uh, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. You're a line of guys, <clears throat> and oh. you're all facing the same direction as the benches are, which is the opposite side of the room where you have a judge style podium type area but wider because there are two old men sitting at, uh, behind these podiums and watching you the room is filled with uh, a dozen of these armored guys now 
the door from where you came is closed and locked with a big bang. Chunk. Does Puck recognize anybody in the audience? Looking through the audience, you recognize no one at all. What about the two old the two old guys? Nope, never seen. Okay. And they're in robes or a finery or they're in some slight uh they're in some robes looking uh yeah, a little official. Make a roll again, an undetermined roll. Unmodified seven. Um you just notice that Avius is really keen on the kind of robes that they have, but you don't you don't place them at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Elmon, you can do that roll as well. Unspecified roll. Nineteen. Ten. You immediately recognize these as Lothian uh, priest robes um, with some slight variations uh, that you're not familiar with, uh, but high ranking. Okay. I mean, they're definitely Lothian. Yes. Okay. For sure. They're just fancy Lothian robes. <laughs> One of the two men, he's got kind of a hawk nose, looks up from some scroll that he's writing on and looks at the four of you without saying a word. Looks at Olgrim, looks at Elmon, trying to see something about you, trying to get a sense about you. However, he's not casting any spells because this room, as well as the corridor you came through, are drenched in an anti-magic field. And he also looks at uh, you, uh, Avius, kind of like this weird raised eyebrow trying to figure you out. He looks at you, Puck, and just scowls at me and he looks away. I give him a wink. (laughs) You have been brought here for charges against the city of Talus. You have been found to be acting with the cults here in the city. Uh, pardon me. A, you hear a chunk, chunk, chunk of booted feet come over and a guy wraps you upside the head with a mailed glove and you take one point of mailed glove damage. Ow! Quiet. Uh, seeing this and turning to the guards, will we have a chance to speak? And just preparing, just bracing my jaw for the incoming impact. He goes ka-chunk, chunk, chunk, and just stands behind you. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at the list of charges we have. Here is my PowerPoint. <laughs> a cloaked goblin matching the description of this being there, he says, casually looking at you, Puck, was seen leaving a known cultist ship with barrels in his arms. He turns to another page. One of these barrels was taken by a dwarf matching your description, pointing to Ulgrim, to an alchemist in town. This alchemist, one of our agents, spoke with. This alchemist said you were dealing in astral powder, highly regulated material, possibly even howlet dust. Our informant also watched you, pointing a accusatory quill at Olgrim, watched you meet with a known cultist leader named Kravar at a tavern or inn in town. 
And now we find your elven bodyguard, pointing at Elmon, carrying a sword and dagger decorated in the circles of the cult. I know you've heard of us, the conciliators. We seek out your kind and we stamp you out and destroy you wherever we find you. And we have found you. And you will pay the price today. The bearded man next to him says, well, hold, hold on, hold on. They must uh, have their chance to speak just like the other one. Please, tell us your stories, says the bearded one. Uh, very well, thank you, good They're sir. both not looking at you. <laughs> Whom are they looking at? They're looking at their papers. Oh, their papers, okay. Um... What you've seen of us is... They have a quick side conversation. It's like one of those congressional hearings where they're not quite paying attention. Covering the microphone. Yeah, but then they're looking at you occasionally. Oh, you, what you've described uh, are actual events. However, you don't know uh, quite all the details to those events. Like, would you allow me to fill you in? Hmm? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> we were informed, um... A number of days ago that uh, this cultist ship was going to arrive and uh, what we were doing is attempting to disrupt the shipment of these uh, these dark instruments uh, from getting into the hands of the cultists. Uh, in fact, uh, we have them under safekeeping now um, in a location that... Keep looking at me. <laughs> don't look at me! <laughs> I'm not with him! I don't know him. <laughs> I've never seen this man before. Never lawyer. <laughs> I'm getting the Corleone family feeling here. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we have these items in safekeeping where they're out of cultist hands. Um, uh, My good friend Elmon simply has... Took the liberty of 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 taking some weapons uh, from some cultists that we dispatched ourselves. Uh, he's not a cultist. Uh, he's he's the kindest. Uh, well, he's an elf uh, with a heart of bronze. Uh, Puck is is a, is a more tin if you think about it. But <laughs> Puck is a fine a fine little goblin, and, and in fact, he's a healer. Uh, uh, not one to cause harm towards anyone who does not deserve it. And, and Olgrim, he's, he's been our warrior. In fact, you can still see the wounds that he has received from the very, uh, the very man that you spoke of. I wince and lean heavily on my leg. He's not in, in, in league with the cultists. He's... He was questioned by them because of what we've done and because of how we've disturbed their plans. The first speaker, the hawk-nosed guy. Oh, so you are just these great champions who fight against the cultists? Right. Yes. The bearded one looks closely at Olgrim. I can see... I can see in your eyes you've been close to the chaos of the cult. You, you felt it. Something that gives you strength, gives you power. 
Do I get the sense that he's allowing me a position to speak? Yep. <clears throat> I, I felt it, and it also drains the soul. Something I intend to stamp out. The magics that you talk about. You're saying you've grown tired of this <clears throat> draw of chaos. It no longer gives you joy? I do not serve chaos, but I will destroy it. Uh, may we call upon Brother Jamon, our, our young Reswin? How do you know that name, says the first one? Well, he's a friend of ours. He's, uh, he's helped us uh, on two occasions now. Priest Jamon yes. is a friend of yours. Yes. Make a persuasion roll. Plus 20. <laughs> you dare insult us by bringing in the name of a brother and a man of great honor. The bearded one says, hold, hold on, hold on. How do you know Priest Jamon? Well, we first met him um, when we had to ask for his help. Uh... A few days ago, our friend Malil was having a party that uh, went sideways a little, and he needed Jamon's help in in recovering. Um, and then we got Jamon's help again just uh, two nights ago when we were trying. Malil, do we have anything on this Malil? He starts going through his papers. No, he's um, he's part of House Abenar. Yes, yes, Malil Abenar. That's that's the one. Um, but as I was saying, we we called upon Jamon's help again when we sought after uh, cultists quite recently, just a night or two ago. That's when we met young Reswin, of course. And if we were to ask this priest Jamon, he would recognize you by name? Uh, tell him Avius Catorum uh, would love to see him. Go, go ahead, bring him down. The first one says, "I we have no time for this indulgence. It's clear their guilt." Oh no, guilt. no, it's not an indulgence. Uh, you'll see. The second one says, "We we can spare the time to reach out to Jamon." send someone out to let him know, and if he recognizes the name, then perhaps we'll factor that in to the sentence. Uh, I suggest you just bring him. He would gladly come. He's told us if we need anything at all to ask, and I think if we need anything, it's his presence right now to vindicate us. They send out one of their armored men and questioning begins. Where were you one month ago when the darkness and the s swallowed the stars in the sky, the dark night? Where were you? I was eating pudding. They look to you, Elmon. A month ago, I was <clears throat> in employment of the mercenary band, the Screaming Eagles. <clears throat> You make the symbol. 
<laughs> They're more Eagles, more Screech, but um, they still called themselves the Screaming Eagles for some reason. I don't know if you've ever heard an Eagle, but it's it's more Screechy than Screamy, but not really important right now. <clears throat> uh, uh, but I was beyond far away from Tethys uh, reconning um, the land south of here. Tullus. <laughs> so I almost said Craven. Right <laughs> yeah. Another 30, 40 minutes go by. Puck's being questioned. Longest question. <laughs> yeah. And you tell us about these barrels that you were carrying for your compatriots off the boat. One one was a barrel of ale uh, that that has since been drinking, and one was a barrel of powder that uh, I identified as dark magic, and uh, it's 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 locked up and very secure. And where is this secure location? It's in a vault. Shh. A vault deep beneath the city, I imagine, in some dark crypt. Care to enlighten me where we could begin the search for this vault? Nope. (laughs) He writes with his quill. He gets a new quill. (laughs) A two-handed quill. Your your majesty or uh, honor, what? Who are you? What do we call you? Conciliator. Conciliator. Yes, you're you're conciliatorianess. Um. The. The things that we have intercepted from the cult are not in some dungeon, not underneath the ground, but they are being kept safe and out of anyone's hands. Uh, we prefer that to, to remain the way they are. The bearded one says, you would be wise to tell us where this barrel is. How do I know I can trust you? He smiles a bit. The hawk-nosed one does not smile. Strike that one down if he does not tell us the name. And two of the armor guys come over, and uh, one of them draws a great sword. What is the name of the location where we can find the barrel? Your secrets are no longer safe. The truth is what we will have here. I will answer your question. Once Priest Jamon arrives. He nods at the guard next to you. Guard raises a sword and swings it at you. Uh, you have a terribly low armor class, and he strikes and hits. You take only 10 points of slashing damage and drop to your knees, his blood joining the others that's on the ground. Now tell us where we can find this accursed barrel. There is no need for that. You will not decide what is needed in our courtroom. I will bite your guard's arm off. Another swipe at my friend. You have your answers. And I'll tell you. And I try to get the guard's attention. There's now taking a swipe there. There is a guard behind you who knocks you to the ground by kicking the knees behind you and forcing you down on your knees. And he's got a painful press of his uh, gauntlet on your shoulder. My blood on this floor or anyone's else's will yield you no answers and a barrel that's out in the open. 
the hawknose guys. If that dwarf speaks again, cut him down. You speak the location of this barrel, or is everything you have said here today a lie? Well, nothing I have said is a lie. The guard raises his sword again. I am having a hard time remembering it at the moment. I'm only a frail man. Uh, what was the name of the inn? The vault. It's somewhere in Midtown. Um, the vault. We honestly I don't could know. take you to it, <laughs> yeah. but I don't quite remember the name. We're only Make a persuasion visitors roll. in this town. Make a persuasion roll. Five. A what? Five. May I speak? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, a sword is held. Uh, the bearded guy holds up his hand, and the sword is held above Avius. We the- are genuinely on the same side. We have been fighting against these cultists. Yes, we are new to this town. We have come from different places, as many in Tallis have, but we have been battling these chaos cultists we have only you know we don't know who we can trust here which is why we are hesitant to give information to you as you've drug us in here in chains and you're you know ready to pronounce us guilty with very little information um, you'll have to forgive us for perhaps uh not trusting you just yet, which is why, but we do trust Jamon and the initiate Reswin fought, indeed fought beside us through a path of cultists to retrieve our friend Ogram, who was being tortured by them for the same barrel that you now seek. It's true, I did, says initiate Reswin from the doorway. <clears throat> Behind him, you see Priest Jamon there in some nice ceremonial robes. He leans over Initiate Reswin and says, You so owe me for this. <laughs> <laughs> he strides in and says, Brothers, may I have a brief word alone? And they say, Yes, come in. We will retire to our chambers for a moment. The prisoners will remain here. The guilty will remain here. And the... So we can go? (laughs) (laughs) The three of them walk out a big door and it closes behind them. Initiate Reswin walks up. Hey guys, I'm here. Give him an appreciative nod. um, And the guard chops him down. (laughs) What did you guys do? We did nothing. You still have that barrel to give you. <laughs> Speaking of, maybe you can pray alignment. and fix that, Reswin. He said, "How did this happen? I I left you like, like, like a day ago, and all of a sudden you're here." Your priests are a little uh, um, um, enthusiastic. Well, the conciliators take the cults very seriously. Yes, and we're hoping you and, and, and Jimon can shed some light on the situation for us. In what way? Well, they believe that we are cultists, or at least working with them. Oh, yeah, I've told, uh, I've been talking uh, Jamon's ear off of it all night long. He got tired of hearing the same story over and over again, how excited I was. And then all of a sudden they came just a little bit ago knocking on our door. 
He was none too happy to have to get dressed up to come down here, I'll tell you, but... But we're here. We're always he's, making him get yeah, dressed. He seems to always be undressed. <laughs> In his room with Roswin. He's watching, he's watching his soaps. He's... <laughs> Like in with the robes. <laughs> Time goes by and the doors open. The door opens and out comes the hawk nose guy with his papers. And he annoyingly strides from that door out another back door and leaves the room. Priest Jamon wa- uh, walks out with the bearded fellow. Uh, the bearded fellow comes up to you and says, I am uh, Priest uh, Daywan. Please accept my apologies. We were not aware of your situation. You had been uh, on the attention of one of our agents for a few days. We were not aware you were working against the cult or with Priest Jamon. And... It would probably be best if you let us know where this barrel could be found. Jamon says, and not walk around with cultist weapons. Looking at the four of you. <laughs> and all three all look at me. <laughs> <laughs> the manacles are removed. The uh, priest uh, Daywan casts a heal on, no. Initiate Reswin excitedly comes over and casts a heal on you, Avius. Or? Uh, 11 points of damage. That works. Here, feel better. Oh, thank you. Let us you. give thanks to Lothian for finding the truth. Well, uh, he kneels down next to you. Okay. Um, while you're down there. To, to Priest Daywan, I'll say, uh, and perhaps keep this in mind the next time uh, you intend to declare somebody guilty before actually searching for for, for the truth of the matter. <clears throat> uh, if I may, Daywan. <laughs> we have not been in specific employment to fight the cultists uh, from a, a religious standpoint, only just to try and prevent the city from falling underneath the, the magic. We were brought to to simply try and uh, offer some protection. It's only circumstantial that we've been brought into this uh, religious uh, sort of um, uh, You you are, by the way, escorted, or being escorted out of this area um, and up into the temple proper. Uh, it's only by coincidence that we've kind of fallen into this crusade of yours to uh, wipe out the cultists. So, uh, had we known that we needed to perhaps um, check in with you about it, we would have. Maybe from here on out, we could uh, work together. It would be wise, Daywan speaks, to keep... I think Priest Jamond would be good to be kept in good information about what your steps will be if they have to deal with the cult. We all follow Lothian. We all take care of our temples and our flock. Not all of us are conciliators, however. There are those of us who f- understand the true power of what 
the chaos can bring to the city and to the world, and we fight hard to strike it down. This is obviously not the first hearing we have had. We deal with many cultists, and very few that come before us are innocent. And my apologies that you were caught up in this. I Hopefully you can see why. I, I think we can understand. <clears throat> now, as to the matter of the barrel, let me speak <clears throat> with my companions. Of course. Who, who was that unlikable fella from earlier that stormed out? The hawk-nosed man. That is Priest Hanarn. <laughs> no wonder. And we all take <laughs> And if this barrel were to be handed over to you, what, what would then happen to it? Their barrel would be, the contents would be ascertained and then immediately destroyed. Mm-hmm. We cannot have uh, astral powder in any kind of circulation. How does one destroy um, astral powder? There are several purification spells, damaging spells that we have access to, to destroy it for good. Interesting. And if it's not astral powder? We will ascertain what it is. You had mentioned the howlet powder. Yes. Well, howlet is a type of astral powder, I do believe. Well, I understood it to be different. What the are tone, you? At least. What are you saying? Such a powder, this uh, character from the cults, the Kravar. He said he was dealing in howlet powder. And you believe that's what's in your barrel? I have a. Feeling based on his intent, he offered a high bit of coin to try and bribe it. Instead, he decided my leg when I said no. Captain, gather your men. We leave at once. You will take us to this barrel immediately. What are you going to do with it? We will destroy it. Uh, 14, 15 guards, soldiers, armed men, holy fighters uh, are immediately ready to go. And if we, ha- if we hand it over, can we watch it be destroyed? He says, that will not be possible. Well, how, how come? That is not the point. We need to acquire this barrel immediately. If this is Howlet dust, do you have any idea what that is capable of? Um, we, we do, in fact. Uh, that's why we would we like to see to it destroyed it if it destroyed. is going to uh, leave our care. No one wants to see it destroyed more than I, but there's a special practice and a special right we have downstairs in this very building that well, will take care of that. We have time. Then we go. Let's go. And you guys leave the church in surrounded by <laughs> colored, armored men again, but this time not shackled. Oh, they never took those off. No. Um, yeah, we want our gear back, too. all our stuff. They've got your stuff back. And you are marched. They arrest us again for carrying all the cult We told you no. <laughs> they return your stuff back, except for the two cult weapons to Elma. <laughs> Very well. Those are not returned. That's all right. I'll get over it. They were so pretty. As you are walking through the crowd's part, there's not many crowds though now. It's uh, it's they parted with three. Now yeah, we have four. They're getting out of the way when they see this <laughs> m- this armed retinue. 
and you make your way towards, uh, I believe it's called Hammersong Vault. That's yes, correct. That's the name of it. And you are there. You're outside the door. There is a guy outside, and he's a half-orc leaning uh, against the door and just standing out in the light rain a little bit. He sees this mass of armored Lothian special forces group come up with the three of you, and he just quickly knocks three times on the door behind him. <laughs> no word for you. <laughs> <laughs> The door opens and um, a dwarf comes out. Uh, Olam Hammersong is his name, and he says, "Well, what's the what? What is all this about?" He closes the door behind him and locks it. I've come to open the vault and take the things that belong to me. All right. Uh, just the we have barrel. a key. Yeah, just, Buck just has the barrel. The key. Oh. Before we hand this over, though, we're going to need, if we want to be present when it's destroyed. The uh, old priest, uh, Daemon, who is still there, he says, I told you before that is not possible. I am not even allowed in the area. And how do we know that it's actually going to be destroyed? Because you're handing it to the conciliators of all the people in the city are function, our purpose, is the destruction of chaos. Well, out of all the conciliators we've met, you're the only one that's uh, even halfway decent person. You don't if need- you're not going to be there, and we're not going to be there, who does that leave us to trust? You don't need to be a decent person to want to fight against the cult in every way possible. And you can trust in me, and if you do not believe in me, you can trust in the man who saved your life, Jamond, who's also there. Jamon, uh, do you trust uh, the uh, conciliators to properly dispel this barrel? Absolutely. Without hesitation. <clears throat> he makes a persuasion roll and says, listen. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a 20 and a 2. The final decisions lies with one then. Or I cannot open the vault. I just know where it is. No one's coming in to my vault except whoever is the owner. The owner is... What? What's the vault number? <laughs> <laughs> you give him the vault number. He unlocks the door, goes inside, closes the door, locks the door. Unlocks the door, opens the door, closes the door, locks the door. <laughs> the owner is one Ogrim Shield Biden. <laughs> and a typo, and I can never get in. <laughs> Magic is litigious. <laughs> Shield Biden. <laughs> what do you? What it's do you, only you. Oh, sorry, only you. What do you, What do you think, Grim? Well, they certainly have the desire to see it destroyed, much like mine. If you are fine with it, then it will be destroyed. If not, then run like the wind and I'll hold your back. Uh, Puck, Puck will open the vault and get the barrel. Puck cannot. Only Olgrim can. No, I have the key. Yeah, Puck has the key. He said only the owner can go in. I'll just take the key from you then. All right. All right. Let's see. Dwarf. Open the door. 
He <laughs> look in Columbia. He makes sure you match the description he has on there, and uh, holds a paper to my face. <laughs> he has to undo his magic. The last name's not right. <laughs> <laughs> he lets you in and closes and locks the door behind you, much to the dismay of the two priests. And they just stand out there awkwardly in the drizzling rain, waiting. Please do what I think you're going to do. <laughs> I don't have to mind reading. What do you think I'm going to do? Uh, maybe fine. Just come back, powders under my nose. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find it, couldn't find it. <laughs> I think it's over there. <laughs> you're walking funny and kind of holding your hand behind your butt. <laughs> you uh, go to the vaults. You are enter the key, you are let in. There's a whole bunch of different vaults there. You got the large size room. Inside this large size room is just a barrel and a box on top of it. No, no. Five feet away against the wall. Five feet away against the wall, sorry, as a box. It's also a scroll. Perimeter set up. Yeah, yep, scroll and too. a scroll. That's right. I uh, go to the barrel, sigh heavily. And uh, lift it up and begin to carry it out. All right. You grab the barrel, you throw it over your shoulder. It like breaks and falls. <laughs> you grab the barrel, you throw it over your it's shoulder. Just this trail of powder as it just follows me out. This <laughs> <laughs> little cat walks by. Yeah. It. There's not a fake barrel you can grab. You throw it over your shoulder, and as you walk out the vault, you kind of throw a glance back at the corner at that little box. It seems just a little interesting. Kind of curious what's in there. I'm kind of curious what's in there. <laughs> but you close the door to the vault just the same and lock it. The front door is unlocked. You are ushered out. The door is closed and locked behind you, and... The guards immediately part and step back away. You're like a weaponized nuclear carrying dwarf <laughs> at this point. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and here is your battle. Damon says, Bring it this way. He doesn't have him or any of his people touch it. Oh, okay. That, that, okay. I follow his instructions, Zolgrim. All right. And they walk back the way you came. They walk back. You walk back the way you came. As you're making your way back to the church, Damon says, We don't have many informants out there, but we do have a few. Is there anything I can help you with as a... As a thank you for your help in helping the city and an apology for the display in the courtroom today. Well, we are looking for, um, what was it called? The, the, the cloudy climb, the, the, the foggy stairs, uh, the, the gray ascent. Have you heard of such a thing? I have not heard of such a thing. Well, how how about uh, the location of Kravar? If we knew where he was, he would have been dead long ago. Then I think uh, right now, the, all you can do is uh, let us watch the destruction of this <laughs> <Hallet> dust. 
We've already been over that. You make your way to the temple. You are there, and they take you into the back area. Kind of near the jail cell, definitely stone, but you're not in the jails as before. And a priest comes over. He's got this very white robe on. They're fairly colorful church in general. He's got a pure white robe on. He's got some gloves on. He's like a Asbestos CDC gloves, hazmat. <laughs> he, Lothian CDC, stand up. He comes over and says, uh, I, I will take the barrel from you. Hand it over gently. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, would that be the best? He's got a hood on, it's Gravar, and he just walks out the door with it. Oh man, would that be the best thing ever? Oh, I should have thought of that. That's so cool. Uh, no, it is not anyone you know. Uh, before handing it over, I, I look at uh, uh, day one and to confirm that this person is who I'm handing it off to. He says, yes, now is the time. Um, and Ogrim hands over this uh, barrel. All right, you hand it over. The guy takes it very delicately. You've been rolling it along the road as you came here. <laughs> Guards getting further Kicking and further it. away. Yeah, give it, give it to the guy with the injured leg to carry. Yeah, you've been <laughs> living and everyone's going Stumbling. twenty feet per round, following you slowly. Does does he move any faster? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he takes it away from you and takes it beyond a thick metal door. The bearded priest, Damon, puts a hand upon your shoulder. The other shoulder didn't have the barrel on it. <laughs> Says, you've done, you've done well today. The city, the conciliators, and Lothian value what you have done. You've done well for all. I would seek out more of these items. Should I come across them? And, uh have to work with them, store them, hide them. I would appreciate it if your uh, men and women could leave us alone to do just that. He escorts you up to the temple where it's nicer. And there's some people praying and some hymn being sung, monk chants. I will let them know that you are certainly working on the cause of good. There are not many of us, so they will know. And I would ask if you come across any chaos tech to destroy it immediately. Very well. Avius would have more knowledge of that. Well, um, if we destroy it immediately, it could cause more damage, would it not? It needs to be destroyed. Wouldn't you rather we turn it over to you to be destroyed? No. Destruction immediately is the order. Uh, well, how come it was different for the Howlet powder dust? Howlet dust is not chaos tech. Oh. What, oh. what is it? Chaos tech? No, Howlet dust. It is a alchemical ingredient that can be used to create horrific changes in a 
person, an individual. Well, uh, yes, uh, we, we've seen that firsthand, but... I do not understand your questions. We encountered the Chaos Cult using Howlet Dust. If it's not theirs, whose is it? I... It, it was theirs. You have taken it from them and we have destroyed it. Am I not being clear? <laughs> no. <laughs> if we come I'm patient. any more of their uh, magic or powders or technology, you want us to destroy it immediately, yes? I want you to destroy any chaos tech that you come across. Chaos tech is the machinery that they make infused with chaos. Ah, that. Okay. <laughs> and he walks over. <laughs> Got it done! He says, is there any other information or aid we can grant you before you leave? If you know where we could find the source of these uh, mechanisms and technology, that uh, could be useful for us. That is what we have spent years and decades searching for. How about a ride in one of those airships I saw the other day? <laughs> uh, we do not have any airships under our command. Avius had previously mentioned the Grey Ascent. It's a small trinket that has um, seems to have some danger. It may in fact be some of this chaos tech that you're seeking. Um, if any of your agents could keep an ear open for it and pass this word we've been tasked with recovering it um, although our intention would be to to destroy it um, <clears throat> that would be wise do you have any additional information about this gray ascent that I could pass on to my informants um no I don't believe we do Avius says looking into the eyes of the other three mm-hmm. <laughs> None. I will pass along the name. I do have one request. I will suffer a great deal for any cause that I follow, but uh, I've taken serious injury. Perhaps you have a priest that can look to my foot. Oh, yes. That would involve quite some serious magic. Uh, I will will leave that to your associate and for good friend, Priest Jamon. I bid you all farewell. Good evening. And Jamon is there, not saying much, but Initiate Reswin just comes up. Hey, we did it! Good job! You could say I saved the day again! Yeah, we, somebody could say that. <laughs> Re- Reswin, how, how much of our, of our adventure did you, did you tell Jamon about? I told him when we went down and we uh, got the the little uh, the little lift thing that went chung, 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 went down with the steam. Speaking like a four year old. Right and now. then uh, we <laughs> we found uh, that uh, candle thing around the with the, 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 the with the with the stone uh, column, and then there were a bunch of people. Some were casting spells, and then I blocked it. And then there was like they cast this big web on us, and I was just jumping all over it. And then that poor, poor man who went into the machine. And then, and then there was uh, the crazy big demon. Oh, and then I told him. Did you did you told him about the demon? Yeah, yeah, the demon. What did he say about it? Uh, Jamon 
is right there. He says, I found it a bit hard to believe, but I can see now that there's probably more credence. Yeah. And we should probably return there. I will have some of the soldiers head to the location. And I can, I can show them. I also told him about the crone and how we got her. And uh, then there was the battle. And then uh, we got you, uh, the dwarf, Oging. And then we uh, escaped out. It was great. Very well. And so now we have a demon to contend with. Sounds like the priests of Luthien are, are on it. Oh, knock out a dwarf for just 24 hours and now they're demons and everything. Jalon says, well, I will retire now and hopefully will not have to be summoned by you anytime soon. <laughs> Why do we? I, I do have one you? request. <laughs> I need my foot looked after. Yeah, is there, um, not to further impose upon you, Jamon, but, um, is there anything you can do for Olgrim's leg? He's suffering still from wounds inflicted upon the people that mm. you are mortal enemies of. Let me see that. <laughs> throw the stump right in his face. Here you go. That would take quite some powerful regenerative magic. That would come at quite some expense. Like a whole barrel of... Um, Howlet powder? Howlet powder expense? I think it... It would be worth... Two barrels. <laughs> <laughs> it would be worth a significant discount, I think, would be more than fair. I would... I would be able to make an arrangement for the regenerative spell to help you for 1,000 gold. Half off. Normal. <laughs> Tithe. Oh, we could have just sold barrel and gotten <sighs> two, two, two thousand. Do not joke about that. I, 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 I didn't realize that uh, your goodwill came at a cost of gold. Spells take effort and energy. You of all should know this. Oh, yes. They yeah. do. I, I can learn to live with a limb for a while. Then I bid you farewell. And he leaves before you ask for anything else. <laughs> Maybe we should go find uh, the that other priest who said he would pay us to uh, do these kinds of things rather than us having to pay them. And uh, Reswin uh, says, all right, well, I'm going to go and hopefully we'll see each other again soon. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go then, huh? <laughs> he backs away slowly. <laughs> just Poor guy, he was so helpful too. We just, just, just praise too much. Just can't bond with you. Reswin, <laughs> I, I want to like you. I really do. <laughs> but you keep rolling a three on your keep persuasion. Three. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> and. Ogrim begins leaning his way to uh, the Middlehawks. Okay, you guys are back at Middlehawks. What do you want to do? 
It's pretty late, yeah? Uh, yes. So... Rest? Yeah. Alright, you rest for the evening. I don't think you have many, uh, bits of health to, uh, get back. Although... Olgrim, you are able to attune this uh, magic sword yeah. that you came across. Oh, okay. And when you wake up the next day, you have identified and connected with this weapon. Uh, by the way, you can attune it to three different items. That's the max that they put in the system, just to keep you from third edition gaming, gaming it with 15, it. like a magic ring on each finger, magic earring, you know, that kind of stuff. So you can attune three different things. I, I don't think anyone really has much of, I think the staff is staff attuned, that's it. And the ring. Oh, you've got two. Uh, anyways, the blade has been attuned and let me look it up. It is, it is a blade of revenge. Ooh. Oh. Appropriate. It is a long sword that gives off a quick light that moves along the blade when drawn, which may not be good in the most stealthy of encounters, but there you have it. It has an ugly grip. Uh, the banding around the grip hasn't been cared for in a while, uh, but it doesn't have any markings of the cult uh, that you got it from the cultists, so it's clearly something that they bought or stole. Hmm? Game-wise, it holds two charges each time the user misses, it gains a charge. Okay. All charges go away once the weapon hits or immediately after the combat's over. So you kind of have to build it up during combat. So when you miss, you gain a charge. On the first charge, it gives you plus one to hit and plus one to damage. So it's a plus one weapon. Okay. And on the second charge, that changes to a plus three to hit, plus three to damage. Oh, wow. I've got two green... Uh, tokens for you there that you can use to track that so again two charges it charges up when you miss and then all the charges go away as soon as you connect as as you... or once the battle is over it just all the charges are immediately spent okay it is now yours you guys are up the next day in That'll middle hunts. In is there a way that Avius can try and figure out what the uh, different lights on his staff mean. Yeah, you can make a arcana roll straight. Uh, the difficulty of this is 20 or higher. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Four. No, you have no clue. <laughs> no clue. I lick my finger and touch it. <laughs> but maybe you can try again another time. All right. You guys have gathered at Middlehawks. He has opened up the into the rest of the public people are um coming in not as many customers maybe half as many because they heard there's some crazy cultist action occurred a couple nights ago but still some action going on well we have quite a number of leads we could go on perhaps uh i would still like to visit with the the, the purchasers of malil's items they may have some information. Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> Sternly looking at Avius. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Those items can't be out. Uh, perhaps we could start with uh, Brother Fomus. Uh, remember him? See the, uh... The singer. 
No, no, brother should give it away. Uh, he... Oh. <laughs> oh. But uh, he was I don't. The wood guy. <laughs> He's I didn't antagonized and a family the, man. Uh... He was uh, a priest of sorts, but uh, apparently not with uh, the Lothian Church. So I don't know. Maybe Malil would know where we can find him. Uh, he. Invited him to the party after all. Do we get to go see my one-eyed friend again? You betcha! <laughs> all right, you guys heading to Malil's? Yeah, I think we are. Oh, and Olgrim, you got rid of that exhaustion, so you're totally fresh as well. But Great. while we're still there, um, <laughs> uh, while I do understand this is a priority, I just want to mention again that <laughs> I've already collected payment for a job that I'm supposed to do that I've I've been neglecting. Um, you got paid for that already? I did. <laughs> with, with five arrows um, that I've been oh. firing away and can't ever get back uh, to you know. There's... But yet your persuasion doesn't seem to work anymore. No! <sighs> um, can I roll for persuasion against the group? No. Um, <clears throat> I, while I understand case, this shall take our priority but I would like our, to keep it in the back of our minds that that I do need to complete this task soon um, to remain in good standing with with the contact that I had developed um, and would like to complete that at some point and I have a quick question do, do do you want to retcon when you were back at the vault uh, that that small lock box you took from the cultist? Did you want to put that in the vault? It doesn't have any weird draw to it, and there's no magic sense about it. But I don't. Otherwise, you got to leave it here at the at Middlehawks. At Middlehawks. Not that. Well, I didn't have it with me at that time. Did I? Oh, okay. No. I don't think I. I mean. No, no, you didn't. Because they would have confiscated. Yeah, me. they would have taken it. Okay, never mind. I, I, um, yeah, you, I'm on your right. Well, I, I feel like we should follow this. Let's, can you give us, like, a, a little bit more time? I, yes, of course. We, this You're is, right. This You're is, in debt to someone, and we need to help you pay that. This is our priority. There's foul deeds about that we must pursue. Uh, but I just wanted to remind... Noted. The rest of you, that I'm still obligated to a task for something I've already been paid for. Okay, what's the plan? Um, Off to Malils. Malils, you head t to Old Town. This district is the one that has, again, lots of administrative buildings. There's wide avenues. The avenues normally have statues of commissars of the past. Um... Again, an old style, lots of columns, and you are at Malil's house. And at the gate, Puck, you're there standing just under the window of the gate. There is a one-eyed <laughs> veteran guard who is uh, snoring softly uh, in oh. his guard post. <laughs> <laughs> on our way, on our way there, um, 
can I stop at a, a trinket shop? Yes. Oh, no. And buy a little bell. <laughs> a bell? Like a little like a ding ding. That'll cost you two silver. That's totally fine. I'll pay two platinum for that. <laughs> All right. It's still a silver bell. <laughs> and so uh, going back to the sleeping one-eyed guard, I want to get real close to him and uh, ding ding. Oh. He wakes up with a start, what? No! Oh! And flings open the door, knocks your bell out of your hand, and starts running towards the estate. I'm coming, I'm coming! And <laughs> flies open the door, leaves the door wide open, and starts running up the stairs to the second floor. So just as he gets inside, I want to go in the guard shack and ring that bell twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he runs up. You, you, see, you can see him through the doorway in the estate. He stops halfway up the stairs and kind of looks around <laughs> the stairs, looks through the door, comes down, and then his shoulders just slump down and defeat. <laughs> I give him a little wave. He comes stomping over. He says something to someone in the house, like nothing, and closes the door, and then stomps across the estate garden, back to his guardhouse, and leans down, and doesn't lean down actually, stomps with a booted foot, crushing your brand new purchase silver bell. (laughs) And says, what? What do you want? We need to see Malil. You are not seeing anything. I'm seeing you right now. I thought it was two rings to see Malil. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. No, I don't need to explain the silver bells. <laughs> you better get out of my sight before I kick you. No, easy, friend. He'd ruffled your feathers with a good bit of jest, as goblins are known to do. But we're here to see Malil. Well, we've got business. <clears throat> He, yeah, he, go ahead and make a persuasion roll, actually, Olgrim. He's kind of on the fence about this. Good luck. Good luck. Oh, uh, six. Six. That's great. (laughs) He says, go right ahead. The three of you. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to stay here with you? You will stay out across the street at the flower shop right there, and you will stay there. And if you cross this street, I'm kicking your friends out. Okay. And you guys, he motions for you guys to go to the estate. Does does that flower shop uh, happen to sell bells? They do not, but they happen to have one that rings when you open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are at the door. You probably buy that. From <laughs> you uh, knock upon it, and a long-faced, pale guy says, "Yes." Ah, oh, dear Burns, uh, how are you? Hello. Uh, yes. Um. <laughs> we are here to see Malil. About what matters? Um. We. Just need some information from him. He has tasked us with finding the Grey Ascent, and so uh, we need to ask him some more questions so that uh, we can do that for him. Please wait here. And then you hear from the stairs above, No, no, no! Come in, come in! And Malil comes down the stairs. Welcome, welcome! Do you have good news? Uh, no. Uh, Oh. (laughs) 
Well, come in, come in, come sit down. He takes you to a study. Uh, bring us, bring us some wine. Good wine. Yes. Uh, bring us some wine. <laughs> um, some morning wine, if you would. Melio, we need a bit more information, perhaps. Uh, maybe you can provide for us. Yes. Have you found some clues, some information? Are you hot on the trail? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> there was a gentleman uh, from a from an order or a, a, a religious group or something. Uh, Fomus was his name, I believe. Oh, yes. Brother Fomus. Yes, Brother Fomus. Where may we find him? He is uh, in the, where is the name? He's at the Fortress of the Redeemed in the Guildsman District. South part of the city. Uh, I haven't gone there in a long time myself, uh, but uh, ask my guard at the front gate. He'll tell you the way. Fortress of the Redeemed. Very good. Um, how have you been, by the way? It's it. I, I've been well. Um, I've actually been working on a little bit of a surprise for the four of you. I don't know where your little one is gone, but um, I'm hoping we can locate the Gray Ascent. I'm very excited. A surprise, you say? Yes. For 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 when? <laughs> when good news comes our way. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> He's getting a look from Elmon. <laughs> Not a big fan of surprise. Elmon, <laughs> <laughs> if you had alertness, little. you would not need. To know. <laughs> I already know. So, but what what does Brother Fomus have to do with this? Oh well, um, we don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> just swinging blindly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We believe that. Um, I'm telling you, there are two people who are involved that I would stake my life on. One is Isabon, who I believe you said has met with an ill fate. And the other would be the man I purchased it from. He seemed quite keen to keep it. Well, um, as we've determined, so have all the other uh, owners as well. I don't think he's uh, alone in his desire to keep it, so that doesn't make him stand out, really. Yet we will be the ones to find it, right? Right. I do have a question about the man you purchased it from. He seemed to have a different version of that story. Um, He claimed he had no intention of selling it, and he was roughed up to... You retrieved it by roughing him up. Um, peculiar. I haven't been 100% forthcoming. It's a tad embarrassing. He and I made a deal, and we went to collect the items. I brought along my retinue of guards, one of which has returned. I think he's out back. Um... And went for security purposes. I mean, these are expensive items, as you know. And when we went to the antiquities dealer to get the items, he sold me everything and then refused to sell me the Gray Ascent. Um, I was able to finally negotiate the price from him. Uh, I paid for it. 
And as we left, he said he wanted to return, uh, wanted to exchange it back and wanted to return the money. And it got a bit heated and my men were injured. Uh, we were able to leave with the item. Everything was legal and and done above board, but obviously I will not be going to his establishment anytime soon. Um, but yeah, it was totally unexpected. And again, not ideal before a, a big event, big social event to be attacked. Hmm. That makes sense. Well, either way, we are hopeful to find this. And I believe uh, your information can at least narrow down um, where we need to look. Well, I obviously wish you the best and let me know when you find any new information. Very good. Yes, we will. He uh, squirts you out, waves you well. Elmon, you are a little slow in leaving. You stop and notice that there's still uh, like a big leather tarp that's covering his stained glass window that's going to be expensive and hard to replace. However, he already has a big brand new grandfather clock that stands there and just makes you wary of clock in this house. Right. Just FYI. <clears throat> that clock in the, in that, in the room seemed out of place to me. He's replaced it very quickly. I remember somebody going through it. Looking I know. At <laughs> I know what the inside looks like very well. Sells the number 12 and 1 on his forehead. <laughs> you call me 215 now. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> why, why does that have you concerned so much? It, it just... It Maybe he likes clocks. stood out. It, 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 it seems odd that that was his priority, and I don't know. There's perhaps... Perhaps it's nothing, but it just struck me as peculiar. Something in my... Just the back of my head just bothered me. Well, if you're curious, something's wrong. Uh, and uh, Ogram will stamp his way over to the uh, clock and uh, right. give it a side nudge, almost tipping the thing over. Oh, really? Yeah. It seems solid. Um, it seems overly complicated. You can see lots of gears and moving parts and pieces inside. Avius wants to detect magic. Oh, with your staff, and you have your stuff back. I keep thinking you guys are ill-equipped. All right, how many charges does your staff... No, it's been a new day. You're good. All right. Bing! It goes light blue. Light blue? Does it blink a certain number of times? Nope. Just Has light. it always been light blue, or is it... It's blue? the same exact color. Kind of a... Not not light. It's, a, it's like a dull blue. Last time it blinked, though. No, there was no blinking. Oh. No blinking. We made that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Bluetooth joke. Oh, I'm still trying to interpret this staff, but <laughs> if there's any indication here, the, I believe there's some magic to this clock. Touch the staff to the clock. I will make that decision. Mm. I will decide what my staff touches and doesn't. Very well. 
I do it. <laughs> okay. You touch the staff and then you activate keyword thing, command word to make it <laughs> to make it detect. Doop, doop. Is that right? Uh, I mean, you want to use another charge? I don't want to use another. I don't. I don't know if I want to use another charge. I mean, it's, it's been like, so helpful today. So it's just like a one instant kind of thing. Yep. It's not like a nope. Do it. I don't. No. <laughs> the future. He just nudges it with the wood and. That's nope, it. not magical. I'm, I'm like Yoda with R2D2. <laughs> just, just banging like, it. Banging it. Malil says, Is everything all right? Oh, you've noticed my new clock. Splendid. Right. We still have the pieces of the old one out there. I think we'll give them to salvage. Maybe some sort of charity. Uh, tell us about your new clock. It was a gift. From whom? Uh, I, I, an unnamed source, I'm assuming it was Otarik. He kind of feels bad about his purchase causing the trouble. He's, uh. he and his people have been over here. Um, uh, one of his representatives or himself every night apologized. He's had bottles of wine. He brought a nice roast dinner. Um, it, but this had no, had no name. Cart dropped it off. Explain the uh, quickness to its arrival. At least to me, but I'm just a dumb dwarf. Well, my dear Malil, um, I would advise you to uh, not to mess with the clock too much. Uh, maybe if it needs winding a little bit, but uh, I would, I would mess, I would tamper with it as little as possible. Oh, no, this one looks sturdy and will last many, many years. Very well. <laughs> and it slaughters the household. <laughs> it transforms into the Septicon. <laughs> All right, you guys leave. And you're out there at the gatehouse. Uh, Puck comes out of the flower shop with the newly acquired bell. All right. And goes up to uh, the one-eyed garden. Jorn. Jorn, thank you. And uh, does two rings. He says, get out! Get out of here! And throws uh, one of his rolls from lunch at you. And misses. <laughs> what would a critical... <laughs> <laughs> Knocks Puck out! <clears throat> I just wait patiently for my friends. All right, so. your friends come out. The four of you are outside of the estate of Malil. Well, shall we go find this... Um... The Fortress of the Redeemed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, very well. Uh, I believe it's uh, was sent the south. If that ends up being a dead end, um, Oteric might be another lead we could follow. Um, I seem to remember at the party he mentioned um, some sort of trouble in the North Market and something that, you know, a potential... Uh, maybe job for us, but they could be connected. Maybe not, but with the so clock. So dead end then. <clears throat> if we go to this tower. I, I'm not sure Vamas is going to be helpful to us, but perhaps it's worth investigating. Okay. <clears throat> so where do you want to go? The Tower of the Redeemed. Fortress of the Redeemed. All right, you guys head to the uh, guilds district. I have lost my note. There it is. 
Wait, uh, the guild district. Guildsman is, district. Is, Guildsman. Alright. Is that where you've kind of been hanging out for part of your job? Uh, uh, you guys have not been there before. Not oh, been here before. No. Guildsman district is uh, south of your midtown district. It is. It hits you soon as you get in there. You know you're there when the smell hits you. Cool. It's got a lot of industrial work, big buildings, so there's lots of tanning that goes on, which has terrible smells. Uh, there's a lot of crafting uh, in bulk type work that's done here, textile work in bulk, uh, coopering, just tons of bulk work. You pass by a few taverns that you can tell as you walk by you're kind of not welcome in because uh, you're not part of any guild because you can see a bunch of guys that have like a little <clears throat> hammer symbol or something like that that are in one another one has um like an axe type symbol on their thing so they're very cliquish here in the guilds district and pass by a couple guild halls as well those are centered in here and then you come across a standing out this strangely uh, pentagon-shaped fortress with walls that are angled ever so slightly outwards. It looks like a, a mini small supermax prison, if you will. It has little towers that stick out of the tops and has some uh, big doors that are wide open. Inside is a, a garden that looks rather nice and well-kept. And there are two monk-looking guys in their nice robes that are planting some flowers. Um, hello, sirs. Um, good yes. day. Yes, hello, good day. Uh, I am Avius Catorum. I see. I'm guessing by the looks of you and your band, Adventurers by Trade. Oh, yes, you've heard of us. No. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you've heard of the island that I discovered recently. Uh, uh, the island of Katorum. Oh, uh, no. Well, maybe you would be, um, interested in pointing us towards, uh, one Fomus. Brother Fomus? Yes. Yes, Brother Fomus! And Brother Fomus arrives. He walks out from the interior keep area, <clears throat> and he comes out and says, yes, hello. Uh, yes, uh, you're still weird. <laughs> <laughs> Pot. <laughs> this is kettle. <laughs> That's why they keep the door open at the fortress. <laughs> Someone remember to shut the door. Uh, Fomus. Flowers look familiar. Uh, we met at Malil's party last week. Oh, I recall the party and you. Yes. Yes. Um, how have you been? The <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I, as an explorer and an adventurer, I, um, and one who's always seeking knowledge and 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 new learning, I, I wanted to come and pay you a visit and learn more That's about. That's right. You were the adventurer. Yes. Yes. Did you decide to take me up on the offer? I stand by that. Of. Of bringing in tortured souls. Uh, maybe. Olgrim winces. <laughs> it could be an incidental in, in some of our adventures. Uh, maybe not a primary goal. Uh, anyway. Understand that it is not uncommon here in the Guildsman District to see such things brought here. Have no concerns as long as it is well 
contained, shackled. We will take it. Uh, okay, very good. Um, I would like to ask you more about the item that you purchased that night at the auction um, at Malil's estate. Oh, all right. I just want to learn about it. Uh, what was it called again? I am not at liberty to discuss the purchases. But you did purchase it. I did. Uh, I just want to know about it. I am not at liberty to discuss the purchases. Uh, then, uh, who may I ask about it? You may not ask. Why are you being so difficult, dear Fomus? I do not know you, and you are not privy to the information of the Brotherhood of Redemption. Well, oh, let me let you in on a, a little something. <laughs> Arc lightning! <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have been working with uh, the the members of your city and some other uh, folks to try and stop uh, some of these evil doings that uh, you are trying to also put an end to. Um, and we believe that having a little bit more knowledge about the items at that auction uh, can help us in this venture. I am not at liberty to discuss the business of the Brotherhood. <laughs> you have reached the limit of this NPC's response. <laughs> Would you like to leave? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh. Can you show us around your fine fortress? I can show you the external area here and the myriad of flowers and flora that we have. We find it soothing to our work and to those that sometimes stay with us. Oh, you have guests. You may call them that. Here we have a section of roses. I fancy more of the tulips. We spend time and it calms us. And oh, oh, you seem quite calm. Thank I, you. I can't imagine you riled up at all. It is a skill that we own. I see. Uh, you're boring. <laughs> not, very not, boring not often is habeas. I know. I'm mean, totally a fuddle. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not responding to habeas's antics like any everyone else. Um, Apathy is your before greatest. you say anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you don't feel any burns. You and he would have a glorious time together. <laughs> I'm sensing a dead end. Huh. Yes, uh... This is quite frustrating. If these items are to be trouble, then I'm sure we'd hear about it by now. I was just curious if maybe they were related to the Grey Ascent. Fomus! Yes? Have you ever heard of something called the Grey Ascent? No. All right. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like excidedly going to show you the next batch Wait, of flowers. Wait, did you say excitedly? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah. He yes. raised one eyebrow slightly. All right, you guys leave. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what's next? At least oh. you know where the Fortress of Redemption is if you ever need uh, it. Praise Lothian. Get rid of some 
people we don't need around anymore if we have to. Mm-hmm. Well, we've come to the dead end that we had talked about. Aye. So on to yours. To my dead end? Well, hopefully <laughs> not a dead end. It's always progress. Now, where are we going? The uh, North Market is where Oteric is. All right. You head towards the North Market. You're able to find a largely lumber yard there. And you find yourself within a office located, a small wooden building, well-crafted of the best lumber there. And you are greeted by Otarek. He has you inside his office. Oh, oh, yes, it's so great to see you. Come in. Otarek, good friend. How have you been? What was your... Uh, Olgrim, yes. And he shakes your hand. You seem to be in some sad shape. What happened to your foot? Was that the clock? <laughs> I had an incident or two. Related, oddly enough, to the clock, but... I'm sorry to hear that. Let him take a seat. Scatter, scatter. Give him the chair. Speaking of clocks, there's a glorious clock that you gave to Malil. Uh, what? The clock in his home. We were just there visiting. Oh, what a poor sight. That was an expensive clock and the dwarf just went right through it. The the one that you you gave him to replace it. I gave him no clock. But he says you've been, um, catering to him and, uh, Apologizing sending gifts? Oh, I've dropped by and I had one of my foremen uh, drop off some some dinner for him and his staff, but no, no clock. Hmm. Uh, must be a slip of my memory. What brings you here? A uh, clock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't follow. <laughs> Ooh, uh. <laughs> You had mentioned some trouble in the North Market previously. Yes, we had some issues with some, what we had thievery, my foreman had reported, and I sent, had some of my men stay late and guard more than usual. We normally have one man in the yard at darkness. I had a few stay, and uh, they were hurt. They were attacked. I don't think it was any run-of-the-mill type thieves. I think it might have been rat men from beneath the city, in the sewers. Filthy things, filthy things. What do they look like? They look like, well, rats and men. Are they were rats? I don't know what you're talking about. Really? But it is so good to see you, Olgrim. What have you been doing since we last met? Oh, uh, well... Guarding Malia's house even better than before. No offense, I'm sorry, I should not have said that. Do, you are an excellent guard. Do any any of your men that were here during the attack have, have any information on these... 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 R- giant rats? Like no, th- they're, they're not giant rats. We believe them to be rat men. Oh, okay, Ratman, do they, do you have any information on these Ratmen? What kind of information? Like where we could find them? But the sewers, I would imagine. We are not uh, guards like you. We, we don't know how to protect. We are 
hard laborers. What'd they take from you? They've stolen wood and some of our fencing in the past. Ogrim looks disgruntled over. <laughs> Is this what we're here for, Elman? <clears throat> um, rats, uh, big rats. We did that look we, like men. We did find like some information while you were otherwise disposed about mm. a so-called temple of the rat. It may there. These events may be connected. Oh. Um, then I'll keep my trap shut then. Uh, I have. There are things he's saying that make sense. So I why see. We should follow up. Ogram pipes down. All right. <laughs> so you you would like us to look into the troubles you've been having with these rat men? Uh, absolutely. You're guards. I can certainly pay your normal rate. I'm assuming uh, gold a day is the standard going rate. Um, no, it's not. Two, I'm, we may have to cut down and not have all four of you work on this assignment then. It's payment upon completion of the task of clearing your problem out. Um, it'd be more in the range of probably 60 gold. Ooh, uh, I would imagine... A gold a day, the four of you, four gold a day here for two weeks, let's say, and you are here at night and you keep an eye on the yard. Mm, no, it'll be payment upon completion of of the task. Um, we will deal with these rat men and they will bother you no more and then you will pay us. That's how, if you would like us to take this commission, that's how that'll work. Make a persuasion roll. Oh, God. And with advantage. <laughs> oh, God. It's still going to be terrible. Oh, actually not. Um, 17 plus, where's my character sheet? And your defeatism is defeated. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed. Um, persuasion, 20. Oh. Total. Uh, let's do 30 up front now and 40 upon completion. That's... Sounds reasonable. He hands out 30 gold. Four of you. <laughs> yeah, just hold, hold, hold on to it until we get all of it, and then we can divvy it up. All right. He says, well... You're going to be annoyed at 71. <laughs> oh! No. Such a large prime number. <laughs> um, Avius is a little disturbed at the news that Otark did not... And the clock uh-huh. for sure, O'Neal. yeah. And would like to go back up to Old Town, okay, and uh, persuade Malil to get rid of that clock before we leave, yeah. Um, is there any more information you can give us about where you think, like, where from the sewers these rat men are coming from? They seem to come from the northwest of our gates. Very good. I wish you the best. We will bring... Stay off that foot. Proof of... Proof of completion of the task. Whatever that might be. He says, here, maybe this might be a further incentive and slams a rolled piece of paper into your hands, Elmon. Take it. All right. (laughs) He unwraps the paper. 
These have been posted throughout the city. <clears throat> By order of His Holiness, Rehoboth, Emperor of the Perfect and Beautiful Church of Lothian. On oh, these people again. On this day of New Year the 1st, the bounty placed upon the tail of all plague rats, also known as rat men, rat folk, and rats most dire within the walls or under the streets of this good imperial city of Plotus is hereby raised to three of his majesty's gold thrones. Further, the church of Lothian will bless each rat hunter with a divine sanction against disease for every five rat tails turned in. Mm, that seems quite uh, grim, but no offense, Olgrim. Untaken. You guys are heading back to Malil's then, yes? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I would at least like to. Okay, you head back to Malil's. You have been to like almost every corner of the city Pretty today. Much. Holy moly, have you put on the miles. Somebody's foot's tired. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, the three of us increase. It's, it's getting better. <laughs> the three of us increase well, in strength. More yeah. loses uh -huh. one strength. You approach his estate and a one-eyed guard just says, Perhaps No, 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 no. <laughs> Jorn, um, just please. 50 me. silver bells are thrown at his guardhouse. <laughs> ah, my nightmare's come to true. No, I'll leave, I'll oh, leave him alone. You shouldn't give the goblin ideas. <laughs> he comes in late at night with a giant silver gong. Uh, <laughs> the bells just get bigger and bigger. I love it. Uh, uh, we need to speak to Mulil right away. It's a, it could be a matter of his safety. Uh, come with me. And he escorts you to the door and opens it up. Sir, they're back again. Who? Let me, oh! You have found it. I knew you would find uh, it. Sir Mulil, um, you need to get rid of that clock right now. What? The clock. It's not from Otark. What about the Gray Ascent? Nope. Uh, get rid of the clock immediately. Thank you. Is there any markings on the clock that uh, say who might might have uh, like constructed it mark? or made it? Uh, make an investigation roll. What are you looking for, Puck? Uh, I fail. Okay. Um, see, see who maybe uh, made this. Hmm. What's the matter with the clock? It's... It did not come from your friend. It has um, a lot of very, very interesting gears. Jorn says, I agree. I signed for it when it came in the cart. There was no name from who it came from. Who delivered it? Uh, it was one of the Silver Guild deliveries. Silver Guild, okay. We've seen one too many of these, uh... Mechanical objects running around. Isabon almost literally had had dealings with the Silver Guild as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely related. Uh, Malil, um, we can't get rid of it. It's oh, beautiful. It's um, and possibly deadly. I'm gonna have to agree with the old man. We need to get rid of it. And I draw my sword and stand. Wait, 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 says Malil. This is expensive. It was a gift. It cost you nothing. But look at the gearing and the ratios. Yes. Uh, I'm smash that clock. <laughs> I'm to try to smash it. Malil is desperately pulling at your sword Don't arm. Don't bring that 
And yeah, he got an 18 and is not moving you at all. <laughs> before, <laughs> You're just so muscular. Don't touch it! Bef Mr. Grimm, before before you do that, can... No, no, he's not doing anything! <laughs> what are you talking about? Grimm, do not I wanna, provoke the clock. I wanna... <laughs> I, I can't get my arm free. <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna cast the uh, fine traps on it. See if it's, it's, tra it's a booby trapped at all. Very well. Okay. You're gonna cast fine traps. Yeah. Okay. You cast the spell and you detect nothing. Okay. Can I break it now? No. No. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> Jordan says, "We'll we'll take it out back. We'll we'll cover it up. We'll keep it out of the out of the rain." No, I'm Jordan. I believe uh, what we need to do is uh, throw it off the bridge. Are you crazy? Uh, sometimes, but that's not important right now. <laughs> You're not destroying another clock of mine. <laughs> the last clock you had tried to kill you. No, it tried to kill me. <laughs> that too. Let's, 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 go, go, no! get a wheelbarrow and help me put this clock in it. Jorn calms Malil down and he and uh, the other uh, guard, uh, and Avius, lift this massive <laughs> clock uh, onto a cart that they have and they cover it with a uh, leather and cloth um, so it's protected from the rain. We'll uh, we'll put it out in the back. No, as it's as it's lifted away and moved, just checking the back of it, okay, and seeing if there's any telltale signs of uh, uh, intricate work that might make you know, an investigation roll. Uh, right, seventeen. You see no telltale markings. You also see no uh, visible seams or normal access that you would expect to see. There's standard, you know clocks really well because you've been inside one. And <laughs> <laughs> you're it's more of a hobby, really. Yeah, you're expecting <laughs> to see some sort of marking or placard or made by, and there's just nothing on there. It's it's oddly clean. And there's no way to open this. There's no backing. It's very odd. Oh, there's a way to open it. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> no, Quickly no. now, to the back. <laughs> no, not to the back, to the bridge. We need to dump it over the bridge. To the bridge. Make a persuasion roll, uh, Avius. 20, I believe. Is 20. What is. Yep. Jorn says, <clears throat> we need to trust these men. They've saved us before. And I've got just the bridge in mind. Very well. Lead the way. You follow him. They are actually pulling the cart themselves, him and the other guard. They don't go to the bridge that's just outside the state. They go out to the bridge that cuts off this district to the one just slightly to the north. Um, that has it's more of a middle class district. And in between is a giant multi hundred foot gorge with a river that cuts through it. There's bridges that span from one district to the other. These are wide, brid long bridges. Uh, the serious construction. You can see on the gorge, it drops down. There's a river down below that moves. Uh, and 
people drop a lot of stuff down in here. There's pipes that environmentally conscious. <laughs> yeah, there's pipes city. that are just dropping all sorts of good stuff in there. You can see coming out of the walls down way below. It's not like you have to be like secretive about dropping anything into here. There's like five people dropping off giant clocks already when you pull up. So, <laughs> so. somebody nuts <laughs> yeah. the same model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you couches. guys are there. This is a recall. <laughs> and you toss over his brand new clock. And it goes tumbling over and takes some work and it disappears down and splashes into the water. And Pretty sure it was just a normal clock. He was <laughs> <laughs> being dicks to Malio. And Jorn says, I hope that was right thing oh, to do. I believe it was. Uh, thank you for your assistance. I'll try to keep Malil calm. I'd recommend you find what he's asking you for. Oh, he will well, not be happy. I, we we are trying, um, but I think we just spared his life once again. And he nods to the three of you, and not Puck, and <laughs> takes the card away. Well. Feels like a hollow victory, <laughs> but I, I think we did something good. Uh, to, uh, what time is it? Not dinner time? No, it's uh, before that. I mean, it's like 3 p.m. Oh. Shall we stop and then uh, find these rats or... I could use a <clears throat> cracker. Yeah, let's um rest a bit and then... I don't know if it would be better to go out in the evening when the... Uh, rat men would be more active or oh, you know rats do ya uh, <clears throat> I kind of give like a sheepish like non-answer <laughs> to that <clears throat> but you've been around as long as Elmon has <laughs> I perhaps so, have run into a rat or two in my day you try different things now and then <laughs> <laughs> so at night then well you have the option of night when they're more active or during the day when they're probably in their lair. You're the expert. I listen to you. Let's go, let's go in a few hours. Okay. So what's your plan? Back to Middlehawks? Yeah. Back okay. to Middlehawks and then um, and then later t I guess as it gets late out at night we're going to go to the um, back to North Market to try and search out these rat people and let's enlighten Olgrim on the <clears throat> the Temple of the Rat. Puck? Looking at you. Oh. Um, what was the note? It, uh, it says we have a glorious machine of chaos that is now silent and it's signed Temple of the Rat. War with the chaos. Aye. And machines. I have to say my blood is boiling a little bit. Can we hurry this along? Uh, what about the... Um, the feeling a little revenge. Guild. Yes. Uh, when we were asking after Isabon, she had commissioned something with the Silver Guild. Um, I, I believe it was... Um, her boyfriend, Adris Henson, not ah, something. He's Heeson, I believe. Heeson. Uh, yeah, she had done something with the Silversmith Guild 
very prior to her death. You guys have a few hours. Do you want to do something? They might know where the, uh, this is my James Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) They could know uh, where the gauntless grave, uh, the gray ascent is. I? Maybe um, in the meantime, while we're waiting for these rat people, uh, we could go talk to them. It can't hurt. I don't... It's probably information they won't give up willingly, but let's go see if we can dig up some more clues. You guys head to you... uh know of two different places to go. One is the large silversmith guild in the Gilsman district. It's a uh, significant walk, but instead you go to the slightly closer and more closer towards uh, what you've been dealing with all day. And that's the annex for the silversmith up in Old Town, not too far away from the antiquities dealer and Malil's place. And you go there. This is a small warehouse. And and point to clarify, they were the ones that dropped off the clock, right? That is what Jorn said. Okay. Very good. Uh, it's a small uh, warehouse that has a office attached to the side. There is some activity of people going by around, but it's not like a big shopping type area. It's um, just kind of in the back. And you go into the office. There's a lady. There's a couple desks scattered around. She's just all by herself, an administrative type person. And she looks up and uh, looks outside the window to check to see how late it is and says, uh, yeah, hello, good uh, evening. Yes, good evening. Um, I am Avius Katorum. Uh, good good evening, Avius Katorum. And uh, we have a clock to, to return. It's quite defective, and we're hoping that you might be able to help us out. Um, I'm not quite sure what... Uh, uh, it was delivered um, by you, uh, and it's it's not working quite right. Maybe you can help us fix it. Uh, well, I don't deal in clocks. This is the silversmith annex? Yes, yes. Um, th- that's who delivered our clock. The silversmith's guild. Is this some sort of joke? I don't understand. Oh, Yes, we did deliver a clock. One of our deliveries did deliver a clock, but that was to a, a nobleman down the road. Yes, um, we represent him. And okay, uh, <laughs> he doesn't look convinced <laughs> with these crazy four guys with five legs that represent <laughs> the nobleman. But go on. Um. Anyway, the clock is just—it's not working uh, to our satisfaction. It seems to be a bit slow. May we exchange it for another? Um, well, we don't deal with the, the sale of that. We deal with the sale and transport and guild prices of silver. We just happen to do that f- as a as a favor. A favor to whom? I, I'm making insight roll. <laughs> oh, seven? I'm not aware of who that is. Uh, it we should just... be in your ledger, of course. She glances at a wooden desk on the wall to her left, your right, uh, and 
says, no, I, I, we don't keep those kind of records. Um, and if you'll excuse me, it is getting a little late. I have to close up soon. You're going to have to leave. Yes, excuse me. One moment. And I walk over towards that desk. That She, she says, excuse me, you cannot go there. I, I, I need some help in here immediately. <laughs> and you hear some drop tools from the warehouse. And people come uh, <laughs> running in. Two guys come in, uh, busting open the door, and <clears throat> one of them says, "What's going on? He's he's coming through here. There's some sort. He get them out of here." The old man's just confused. Why are you so angry? One of them has no weapons. The other one has a sword that he puts his hand onto uh, warningly, but does not draw. Let's go ahead and uh, step outside. Oh, no, I mean, I, 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 there's a book that I need to look at. It's it's no it's no problem really. Step outside. Elman, Grim. Yeah. <laughs> what? Come on, <laughs> I'm still attempting to. Where am I? Am I at the desk yet? Uh, no. I? The guy draws his sword. Care. He yells back into the warehouse area. Get the cards! Get the cards! <sighs> and he uh, comes at you with the sword. Oh, uh, hold up! Hold up! He Sorry, does not gra- strike. He holds <laughs> off. Grim. Our, our 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 grandpa's just a little bit confused. He's 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 his mind's going a little bit. I'm I fi- not confused. I think he thinks he's at home right now. And I take Avius like by the arm. And it's Tuesday. Start guiding him out. <laughs> so 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 sorry. He he was rambling about a clock. I don't. You know, we were just indulging him and make a persuasion roll. <clears throat> oh God. Mm. Uh, nine. Nine. Get out. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten. Oh, hi. Eleven. Here's our legend. It wasn't eleven after, yeah, it was a total of eleven. He says, just get out of here. Yeah. We're on our way. Yeah, we're leaving. All right, are you leaving? Yes. All right. <laughs> you are carried away, Avis. <laughs> you guys are outside the Silversmith Annex, and we can- they lock the door probably take a look at that ledger later without causing armed conflict fine and more trouble with <laughs> you're guards. before the tribunal a yeah. second time <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i don't think we need to be hauled into court a second time and the in church of both charges you with literacy and reading <laughs> he's He's taking more swipes with a sword than Ogre. <laughs> like, I'm the warrior. I'm the warrior. Uh, <clears throat> all right. What do you want to do? It's starting to get dark. Avius is fired up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were ready for a fight. I'm surprised you didn't web him. <clears throat> Don't give him ideas. <laughs> and before I leave, <laughs> just dicks him with a web and walks uh, away. Two shakes of the fist and a web. <laughs> so, so now is the time of the rats then. Hi. Let's let's let's, let's hunt some rats. Market. All right, you guys head to the north market in your effort to hunt down some rat men, and we will stop there for tonight. And the adventure comes to a litigious end. Nothing says high fantasy adventure like thrilling courtroom action. Thank you, Christopher, Chris, Seth, and Tim. And as always, thank you listeners for coming along on our adventures. Feel free to leave us a comment on Facebook or our website, ingloriousbards.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
All music has been officially licensed, and if you're interested in the sound effects you heard, check out the great sounds at Sirenscape.com. Did the heroes make the right call in handing over the alchemical barrel? And what will happen on their next assignment taking on sneaky ratmen? Until next time.